Where you get comics and you get sports and you get diehard commentaries because it is Christmas time and diehard is a Christmas movie, goddammit. So, this is going to be our Christmas gift to all of our listeners. Joining me today is a man who went to the University of Waterloo, graduated in 2007, <laughs> now working at Wilfrid Laurier. Enough! <laughs> If, if only he got it right. <laughs> All right, no, I was spitballing. I was mostly right. Uh, Rob Kopp was there. How's it going, Rob? Good. Uh, Craig Needles if is also here. If only you got my information That's correct. true. I was way off. I think I was... I went to Laurier. It was 2006. Stuff. Yeah, my bad. Close enough, though. I just haven't left. Father of zero Craig Needles is here. <laughs> For now. For now. Um, yeah, I'm here as well. First time doing a, uh, a commentary track, I believe. Yes. If I remember correctly. All Welcome to the true. commentary. Yeah. Is this your first time being in studio, too? Yes. Oh, excellent. Yeah, we're all in Rob's studio. It's a twofer. Yeah, yeah, so it is a twofer. Popping the pop twofer cherry today. It's an exciting day. And my wife is also here, Carly Pierce. How's it going, Carly? Good. All right. Good. good to have you here. So we're doing the Die Hard commentary, and we're just going to get right into it, because Die Hard's a pretty long movie, so... Well, Rightfully so. Yeah. In fact, I, oh, yeah. I wish it was four hours. <laughs> True, I agree. So line up your streaming, your DVDs, your Blu-rays, your VHSs if you're that archaic. But uh, press play on whatever you got now. And we are rolling. 20th Century Fox uh, fanfare is in effect. And we are rolling on Die Hard. Now, I should say the reason we wanted to do this is well, we've talking about it for years because it is the greatest Christmas movie of all time, right? But in fact, I think that the people who want to argue it's not the greatest Christmas movie of all time—that's not even a, a debate. Yeah, the, the better debate is whether this is the greatest film of all time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm not joking. Like, this is an incredible movie. Yeah, it's it's the greatest action slash Christmas movie in separate categories. Yes, yes. Because it's it's. I think the only other action Christmas movie I think off the top of my head is uh, Lethal Weapon, but I don't think Lethal Weapon really qualifies as a Christmas uh, movie in the way that this no, one does, right? Does uh, it actually take place at Christmas time? Yeah, yeah, because like, uh, I can kind of picture the one scene. Lucy ends up uh, fighting Gibson in like a you know, in like a Christmas tree, yeah, in like a tree lot, right? Yeah. yeah, at the end of the movie. Um, but the reason we wanted to do this was Alan Rickman. God rest his soul, passed yeah, away at, at the very early in 2016, right? So we're, we're bookending 2016 with uh, a little diehard commentary in his honor. So I, I'm, I'm, we're pouring one out for our homie here. Uh, gone way too early. And could have taken just so many more people. I would have preferred that they take him than Alan Rickman. No, I can't even literally, there's only billions of people. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been fine with me. This has actually been a really bad year for people. I know. Oh, it's, we it's we start a, with Alan Rickman, finish with Alan Thick. I don't even think we're finished. There's still a couple bad, weeks yeah, left. Bad and years I, for yeah. Alan. Yeah, we all have Craig yeah. Sager post Alan yeah. Thick. Yeah. Fuck 2016. Yeah, it's bad. It's funny though because when 2017 starts, there's going to be a, like because a celebrity death will obviously occur in 2017. It's just if it happens like January 7th yeah. as opposed to like June 7th. Yeah. Right? Like is yeah. the thing. Like, Here we go again. Yeah. Right. Well, the first reaction would. Probably something like 2006, fuck off, or mm-hmm. 2016, fuck off, you're yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. 
You leave 2017 alone. You know what I like about this this movie? Sorry to... Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah. Um, they had that little like throwaway scene at the beginning where you got the plane there. But yeah. there's like nothing... No... Like, this is a long movie. Yeah. Nothing is wasted. No. Every shot, you're like, okay, this is this is super awesome. The extra <laughs> who came into the movie whose line was just... I don't, I don't even know what they gave him in the credits. Probably guy on plane or man yeah, on yeah, plane, yeah. right? Yeah. was probably his credit. Everything he says impacts the rest of this film, right? Right, yeah. like it, like it impacts the going on, and like I love the pre nine eleven thing of uh, 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 John having a gun, on the plane, having a gun yeah. which I mean, I realize he's a cop, but were you allowed to do that even pre nine eleven? Like just carry a gun on a plane so. like that? You're like, don't worry, I've got a badge. I can carry my Beretta yeah. onto the onto maybe, maybe plane. Maybe in eighty eight, it was allowed. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> now, one thing that I've always wondered about this movie is. And, and maybe this is different for like super rich companies in Los Angeles, but yeah. most companies don't do their Christmas party on Christmas Eve. I will say, yeah, that's true. That maybe just they were so busy at Nakatomi Plaza and making yeah, money, this, right? Yeah, this is the one night a year where we're going to let people get off work early. Yeah, for Christmas Eve, so we might as well just party here. Yeah, yeah. Here's Ellis. Oh, so good. Like his, like we we always talk about Alan Rickman might be the greatest. Bad, like this villain performance might be the yeah. greatest villain performance of all time. Was this the greatest sleazy yeah. Oh, yeah. guy yeah. performance yeah. in the history of films? Yeah. It was, was either that or Jeff from Saved by the Bell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those. <laughs> Damn you, Patrick Muldoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I thought you were going to call him uh, like a villain sidekick or something. No, no, he's just a, he's just a sleazeball. Yeah. Ellis, sleazeball... Not wanting to kidnap and kill people, um, I can't believe that this, this woman asked if a baby can handle a sip. Of yeah, that's no, that's not dated. something that probably wouldn't happen in twenty sixteen. No, that's another dated little thing there. Like, go have some champagne if she's like nine months pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the future diehards impact how I view the scenes of these children in the bottle. Yes, ooh, that is true. Because, like, even this, like you mentioned about how the guy, nothing is left. Like everything that occurs in this movie is not. Like, there's a reason for everything. Like, Bonnie Bedelia, in a second here, is about to lower the, that, picture. The, that picture of, of which John Which turns out to be there. a very good thing. Yeah, which which just... Yeah, exactly. Which, which, which holds weight. And in fact, we're discussing film. Paulina. Like, Paulina becomes a pretty important part of this, too. True. Yeah. Like, like they're just... They're, 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 they're planting the sprinkles of, yes, of yes. everything that is about to happen here. I will say, I never bought... I never... Like Bonnie Bedelia, very. I don't want to say plain, but uh, plain's not the right word. Plain's not the right word. But, but you know what I'm saying, kid. right? Like she looks like a woman that John McClane would be married to. So yes. does that add? Does the Adds. fact that she's not a a Hollywood like the fact starlet? That this wasn't Pamela Anderson, exactly right. Like yeah. the fact that she's not yeah. a Hollywood yeah. starlet. It it, it, yeah. it. I feel like it adds to the movie. I agree. Even though, yeah. Plus, she does a great job with everything. Within yeah. this film. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's you don't always have to have the big named actors. True. But it was roles. like Bonnie Bedelia never uh, went on to do anything like yeah. huge as far as I as far as I know. Well these days no these days it might just be because anytime somebody makes a movie that oh it did well, well it's now gonna be a franchise. Mm-hmm. So there's always True. like twenty more movies that follow it. But um it's good to see just no-named actors show up in a role. Because even Dude, well, hold on a second. We've just seen the we've just witnessed the first appearance of Argyle, and we're not going to be talking about this. Oh, we got to mention Argyle. <laughs> I mean, here's how you know this is a great film. 
Argyle is, you can debate whether or not he's the coolest black guy in this film. And, like, Theo is also awesome. And he's like the third best black guy in this yeah. movie. This, this is there's such a rich Carl Winslow. Yeah, and like, yeah, Reginald Bell Johnson shows up later as Carl Winslow, and, and it's just well, not as Carl Winslow, as Sergeant Al Powell. He might as well be Carl Winslow. Yeah. <laughs> like, what if they named Al Powell Carl like, like, Winslow? Like, what if Al Powell Wait, what, was Family Matters on when this was on? No, this yeah, is yeah. definitely before. Yeah. Family Matters. They like, should have named uh, what if it was Al, Al Powell? Yeah, yeah, instead of Carl. Because Warner Brothers. No, no, because. This is Fox, right? And uh, Warner Brothers, so I guess oh, Fox. Oh, I don't care. They can't trademark that name. True. Yeah. Well, Fox, who refuses to give the uh, the rights of X-Men to anybody else, right? So they've proven to be pretty vindictive over their characters. This is the only reason I would ever go to Los Angeles. I hate everything Los Angeles stands for, especially the Lakers. And uh, currently with the Rams, boy, they're a travesty. But you just want to go in a limo and I, do that? I would want to go and visit the building they used for Nakatomi Plaza. I really would. I love Argyle here to sort of like read and like, you know. This is a little bit of a Captain Exposition scene, but it works, right? Like, because right here we're getting the, expo- the exposition on we why. Need, we, we need this, though. Yeah. Like we, need, we need to set the tone for the relationship between mm-hmm. John and Holly. Absolutely. So this is so good. When he's just explaining that, like, like why their marriage is all fractured. Yeah. Ugh. Now, if you went to go visit this place, would you travel in a limo with a cheese pizza? <laughs> oh, yeah. A white limo with a cheese pizza? <laughs> we'll do that when we go to the Plaza Hotel yeah. in New York. <laughs> somehow Tim Curry will be waiting there for you. Mm-hmm. God, oh, I love this song. Yeah. Is this the and greatest... We debate greatest song. Is this the greatest Christmas song of all time? Santa Run. Claus Coming to Town by Bruce Springsteen is the greatest Christmas Maybe. song of all time. Um, <laughs> however... I, when people say, oh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? And mm-hmm. I, I talked about this on the air yesterday on my regular other show, the thing that I do. Yeah. Um, I read the soundtrack of this movie. Yeah. Every song from it. Christmas Christmas song. and Hollis. Yeah. Jingle Bells. Yeah. Winter Wonderland. Maybe yeah. it is a Christmas movie. Exactly. You know? like, yeah. It's, it's, I don't, it's just because people get shot in it. That's the only yeah. debate that people have. It's the only thing that people have to say it's not a Christmas movie. It is right? a Christmas movie. It takes yeah. place at Christmas. How yeah. else? Well, because that's be that's the other thing. Because there's other movies that take place at Christmas that I don't consider. Like Iron Man Three takes place at Christmas for no reason. So that, but that's not a Christmas. Well, movie. It doesn't, it doesn't only take yeah. place at Christmas. Exactly, but it doesn't drive the plot. The fact that it's Christmas time drives the plot yeah. of this movie because, like, the city engineers that comes up later. We'll, you know, we'll obviously see that. As we keep, uh, was Argyle the original wingman? Oh, well, I, I think say, Top Gun came out before this. Did it? Yeah, it was Top Gun, because uh, <laughs> yeah. this is 88, right? Yeah. Top Iceman was, was Top Gun, yeah. the uh, Iceman. All right, allow me to rephrase. Was he the best wingman yeah, in the history of movies? Because No, here's the thing, why, here's why he can't be the best wingman in this yeah. movie, is he, doesn't, he never actually meets Holly until mm-hmm. the very end of the film. True, true. I always feel bad for this guy, because this is the last, like, non-death social interaction he ever has. Yeah. And this is weird. Like, doesn't he actually look like the guy in... Like, after you've watched this movie a million times. Yeah, like, the I guy who replaces him. He looks him. like the guy in, in, in his crew who replaces yeah. him. It's almost like yeah. Hans Gruber thought of stuff like this. Yeah, exactly. So good. And I love this this whole, like, futuristic technology of the touchscreen. Yeah. It's like how they had 3D movies in the 80s, too. So now 3D movies are huge. It's like the technology of the 80s. But today... The funny thing is, this technology is working that's true. A lot of times, mm-hmm. like, why won't it work? Yeah, that's true. Holly Gennaro. I've always thought. I've always thought that was subtly his best acting moment in this movie. Christ, like yeah. when he just goes, 
Christ. Because it was so real. Because that was a real reaction that a dude would have in that scenario. Now, the, I, the one thing that also could have hypothetically happened. He yeah. know that this security guy knows everyone's at the party. Yeah. Why is he letting John go through the song and dance and looking through the directory? Yeah, I think he just wanted to show off his fancy yeah. system. I guess. <laughs> Check out my touch screen. Yeah. Yeah. He's whistling friggin' uh, Jingle Bells right now. Yeah. It's just, come on. It's a Christmas party. I, I just, I don't know how, you, like, what the argument is about, about this, whether or not this is a Christmas movie. I, I don't get it. Because, it, like I said, it drives the plot. It's not... Ugh. Here's Argyle going to park in that spot. Talk to some ladies. God, yeah. I love Argyle. Yeah. God, he's <laughs> the best. Like, every character in this movie is... Is, is, is great at what they're supposed to yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. Even though Carl, like, Hans yeah. Gruber, obviously. Argyle. Sergeant Powell, Deputy Chief Dwayne T. Robinson, <laughs> yeah. Dick Thornburg, yeah, oh, God. who's the sort of media member that I've always strived to be. <laughs> oh man, this is funny though because the guy offers him champagne, and then you see him later, and he's drinking like some red stuff yeah. or whatever. I've always that was a little continuity error there. It looks like he's trying hey, to He's a... probably double fisted. Let's True, be yeah. yeah. I would be if, if Nakatomi Corporation was paying for all my booze. Yeah, yeah. See, look at him. He's got like some bread drink in his hand, and he's like, oh, God. John McClane's like, this isn't whiskey. <laughs> That's how you know he's a real hard ass cop, right? It's like, I won't drink this red I need stuff. something stiffer. Yeah. Like, if you walked into the building that Nakatomi Plaza, that they shot Nakatomi Plaza in, and it didn't look, still look exactly like this. Like, if they've updated it for modern oh, times. Oh, I, I bet everything I own that they have. I know, but they shouldn't have, is what I'm saying. <laughs> In their defense, someone did throw a lot of C4 down the elevator. Sure. Yeah. A lot of stuff got broken. Spoilers. <laughs> no, sorry. You see, saying they might have needed to clean it up a bit. Joseph Yoshinobu Takage. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> and they're on what? Like we, the 34th floor or something? Yeah, it was 32nd, and this is a nice looking yeah. floor. Mm-hmm. And it's all the way up the tower. Yeah. You know, they're working that, that, They the built lobby. the structure and now they're doing it top uh, top down. Here comes Ellis. Oh, there's Ellis doing cocaine. Yeah. Cocaine's hell of a drug, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I love this little slide. Mm-hmm. Lying here from John. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Miss something. <laughs> so good. Yeah. This is tough, like, because, like, it's tough not, like, to comment on this movie and not just sit down and watch it, even yeah. though it's, like, the 90th time I've seen this movie, because it's so, it's so fucking awesome. good. Oh. Takagi does throw quite a party. Mm-hmm. You know what this movie's rated? Like, is it It's rated? R. It's R. No, 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 sorry. I mean, like, on, like, the... Like, IMDb. Like, IMDb. Yeah. Oh, so is it high? Oh, yeah, it's all, like... Nines, tens, ninety-fives, and above across the board stuff like. It's like uh, name the show Rotten you, Tomatoes. It's probably closer to the fresh side. Yeah, <laughs> you 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 show me a person who doesn't like Die Hard, and I'll show you an unconscious person that I've punched in the face. Because <laughs> <laughs> like it's like that guy doesn't exist. The person who says they don't like Die Hard, that that person does not exist. They're not someone you want to talk to. Because like this is the thing: the mirror, your your mere inclusion on this pod is is proof of that. Because like the the, the stigma of. Males only liking action movies and females kind of like suffering through them. Die Hard is a movie that is so good 
like it is so good. Our, even yeah. our, our sister-in-law, she does her favorite. Even the most staunch like hater of action movies is you throw Die Hard on for them and they can't deny its greatness because it's just everybody is so good. I've always loved the way they frame the sh- that yeah. shot of of them coming in over Sun's the rise, the sun setting. setting. Yeah, it's. Uh, and you know it's something bad because there's the tone change in the music. Yeah, they've got the evil music. Yeah. I always like the fact that, like, I mean, I guess Takage, or I guess uh, Ellis was good enough at his job that Takage was willing to excuse him doing cocaine, cocaine on his own desk, yeah, yeah. right? Because it wasn't yeah. even Ellis's desk, right? Yeah. Ellis was like, let me just talk into my. Desk. Yeah, let me bust it. Let me slide into this other person's desk and start doing cocaine on it. Well, you don't want the evidence on your own desk. I guess, yeah. I mean, I don't know about any of the... uh... Or he's trying to sabotage her. Maybe, yeah. (coughs) This is a really subtly good scene here. Like, the, the just... Again, where we lay the groundwork for their fractured marriage. Is it weird that Bonnie Bedelia didn't show up in anything after Die Hard 2? Yes. Because, I mean, let's be honest, it's not like she was <laughs> on some long-running sitcom see, or anything like that. Even this, like when they bust in, you're like, I think we'll see them again later. Yeah, <laughs> and we, we do. do. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you see more of that girl than... Uh... Do you want to do what they were going to do? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, John, you didn't need to do that. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, it's so petty. What room is this, though? It feels like it's a hotel room in no, uh, the middle of a office building, though. No, I think it's like the executive bathroom or something. Yeah, yeah, you're probably right. So that couple was just going to do it in the... Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Let's do it in the executive bathroom. It's as good a spot as any. Yeah. Call me Mr. Devereaux. <laughs> it's nicer than a porta potty. <laughs> Have it your way, baby. You're fired. <laughs> oh, Avery. <laughs> Call me Mr. Devereaux. <laughs> so good. Ooh. Oh, God. It's okay. You can join. <laughs> Awkward. <sighs> yeah. Oh, it's so tough not to just sit and watch this movie. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, God. So well, good. it's a good thing that John stayed in here. Yeah. This I've always thought was really good, too. Like him talking to himself here. Because I, I do this. I don't know if I'm crazy, but... He'll do this several times in the film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, man. man. It's officially Make with your toes. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I love the timing of their two cars somehow pulling in. They're like, we. This is how organized we are. Oh, yeah. That we're. Pulling oh, everything in was out of the second. I'm sure. Yeah. The most well dressed bad guys in the history of time. And this he is how does he, like to talk about men's fashions. Yeah. And this is how you know that Theo is immediately evil because he comes in narrating what happened in last night's Lakers game. So that is the clear indication that he's a bad guy from the get go because no. Respectable human being. Cheers for the Los Angeles Lakers. That much we know. <laughs> Kareem rebounds. So this would have been 88, so that would have been... They would have lost to the Pistons that year, right? Yeah. In 88, yeah. 
Ah, oh, Carl, so awesome. He's gone too in real life. Oh, yeah? yeah, he uh, unfortunately drank himself to death. It's too bad. Yeah, I know. Because it sucked. Because it did like uh, it was an Al- Alexander uh, Gud- Gudnov, Gudnov, or Godnov. Yeah. This is hilarious. Theo, the world's greatest hacker, typing with his index fingers. <laughs> so I type, and I'm the world's second greatest hacker. <laughs> There's. I love the blood squibs here in a second on this guy. Do flashbangs really look like hockey pucks like that? I guess. I wonder. I saw the blood squibs. Pew, pew. Ah, so good. <laughs> Did this movie have the second most blood squibs next to Robocop, do you think? Oh, probably. Because Robocop's at the all time oh. record for blood squibs. That's not even close. Right? Robocop <laughs> goes crazy. There he is. Oh, may you rest in peace. Now, do you guys remember the first time you watched Die Hard? I do. I my dad rented it. I I, we moved to Waterloo, so I was at least twelve or thirteen when I first saw Die Hard. I can't remember how old I was. Yeah, (laughs) there he goes typing with his middle fingers too. It looks like. Well, I only watched Die Hard for the first time a couple years ago. Yeah, I I forced my wife. She told me she had never seen it before. I'm like, well, guess what we're doing right now? (laughs) Did you just say you'd never heard of it? I had okay, but I haven't seen Rocky. I haven't seen Lethal Weapon. I haven't seen Indiana Jones. She's a work in progress. I haven't seen Indiana Jones. Well, you really only need to see one Indiana Jones movie, the first one, to be totally honest. Although Temple of Doom is so bad, it's got a lot of really good... Like, that'd be a good commentary movie yeah. to do. Temple of Doom. Well, it's great that you're seeing these and not running away. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. That's a good one. Well, it's like I said earlier, like, Die Hard is so good, you can put it on for... Like, like there's just... There's no person... not There's no person who's ever turned on Die Hard and been like, yeah, I'm pretty lukewarm on Die Hard. It's like, no, it's the fucking perfect <laughs> action film. <laughs> so organized. Yeah. It's a good thing they didn't shoot that guy and get blood in his jacket. <laughs> I've always liked that little stare. That even, like, God, like, even just a subtly great actor. Like, even yeah. stuff like just, I'm just going to look out this window, but I'm going to be menacing while I do yeah. it. Such a good villain. <laughs> now, where do the, that? where does Hans Gruber rank all, on the all-time Bad guy first is he first? Like because like we're, like we're talking all time bad guys. He, so we're talking like Darth Vader. If right, if we're there's talking, a list, yeah, he has to be top three. Yeah, here's the thing. Well, I yeah, think. no, he's got to be because all he is, as, as Holly will tell us later, is just a glorified bank robber. But yeah, now he's an exceptional thief. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I never like. Carl's a dick to his brother. Yeah. I, oh yeah, I'm gonna. I'll point that. I'll point that out when it there comes out because that's the one thing I've always wondered about. I'll, I'll, I'll point it out when we get to it. But you you, you bring up a good point because I've always wondered one thing about when that scene occurs, and we'll put a pin on in that to to when it happens. Hey, there's that same picture from the desk. Yeah. It's the little things. They didn't. They spared no detail in this movie. Like it's the yeah, the same picture is in his wallet, and he's got the. I spared no tense. Yeah. And there's his brother just working the phone. I don't understand him. what the rush was to get this done. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing I've always wondered. Now, the movie aspect of it is well, what if somebody else showed up to the building and they can't get in? Well, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, but no. To me. 
The point of it is, it's to show cause that it's Carl's brother, and that even in the height of the job, Carl is willing to bust his... He'll take the time yeah. to bust his brother's balls and the thing. But, like, because you'll see Carl shows up here in a second with a chainsaw and starts doing this thing. But I've always wondered, like, like it shows that he's going to be, you know, upset with his brother when his... Because, when, spoiler alert, John McClane kills this guy. But I've always wondered, if, Car- if Carl's brother doesn't get this done... Does it fuck up their entire plan just because, like, <laughs> Carl was like, I'm just going to do this to bust my brother's balls, right, while we're on this dangerously intricate heist, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> now, I'd probably do that to my brother. Yeah, but, I mean, like, <laughs> so. but it was like, and, like, Carl gives him that look. It's, God, it's so good. But it was like... But, but if it screwed yeah. up the plans of the heist, yeah, exactly. What's right? We were gonna say, about yeah. Well, how, well, how does Carl explain that to Hans later? He's like, "Well, I was just fucking with my brother, you know. I, th- I knew he would get it done in time, but he didn't, right?" <laughs> so who dies then? Yeah. Which Probably one? Has to be Carl. Which one mm-hmm. or both? Maybe both. Probably both. I'd set an example. <laughs> He'd be like, "That's the last time I'm taking the brother team on." <laughs> uh... Yeah. And it's funny because like this Ode to Joy, Ode to Joy is the song when they first walk in, yeah. and it's the same song that plays when they they finally bust into the. Because uh, Ode, to, it's funny because like Ode to Joy is like the bad guy's theme music in this. Oh, this shit is going down. And these are like the most well dressed, vaguely European bad guys of all time. Didn't use the executive bathroom. No. I, I, like, couldn't they just let this guy... Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> like, these two people... You yeah, can say yeah. Couldn't people, they let him finish? Yeah, yeah. couldn't they let... I, like, both, let both of them finish. Like, they're both having a good time with each other. There's no reason to... <laughs> the reason for it is the distracting breasts. The, the exposed breasts distracted them long enough for John McClane to make it to the stairwell. That's a good right? point. Yeah. Like I said, there's a reason for everything in this movie. And even you see those guys randomly carrying this box around. I wonder if that'll play up later in this film. Yeah, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think they'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Ellis. Shut He's up, Ellis. clearly coked out of his mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, we're going to be fine, right? No, except, Ellis, we are not. Except he's, well, he's talking to himself. Yeah. He's talking to himself. He's saying everything's going to be fine. He's... Mm-hmm. I'm going to find more coke. Yeah. yeah. These it's guys okay. are European. They're well financed. They'll have cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> Phones are out. Hmm. I mean, it's well, like this 32 floor building, we really only spend, like, I've always wondered what was with that shot of, uh, I think he's trying to think about how to get yeah, the attention. Yeah, maybe. But, like, it, it never comes up, though, right? Like, you don't see him banging on the windows or anything trying to get the attention of this one woman. Well, see, with that shot, I would have thought, it's like, okay, he sees mm-hmm. this person in a, the next building over. And no, she, he knows what the He's mind. holding a gun. Yeah. Maybe shoot through both of the glasses. You know, you shatter the window. I've thought of that before. Someone's going to get the attention. She, yeah, yeah, I've thought of it but, before. It'd be too far away, and he would yeah. alert people to his position. So That's it wouldn't necessarily work. I'm just I'm always wondering why they, gave that sh- why they gave that shot. This is just so good. This little Love monologue it. him here by, by Alan <laughs> God. Like, why? Of all the people to take, Lord, why? <laughs> why this man? Like, he has so many good years left in him. 
Um, have you ever been upset that they let that Hans Gruber? Because it's in the vein of eighties action films where the bad guy has to die at the end. But like, I think you have to kill. Yeah. him. Yeah. And it did open the door for Jeremy Irons in, in Die Hard Three, which was also very good. Uh, yeah, very very good as well. Jeremy's Iron. Iron. <laughs> Here's the ball. Perhaps you'd like to bounce it. <laughs> Elegantus. Genuine class. <laughs> well done. Well, <laughs> He's so slick. Love it. Shakes his hand. <laughs> Carl Dreyfus, like, God, the man was just so professional in everything that he did. Like, he didn't want to kill anybody. Nope. He just wanted to come in, take the money, and he, leave. He wanted this to be organized, professional. Yeah. yeah. This is so great, too. Yeah, jeez. This, like, little... Well, every Rickman line of the film is incredible. Yeah. But this whole exchange is awesome. Doesn't he say, like, Arafat Vices there? Another dated reference. <laughs> like, another dated 80s reference. Yeah, Arafat Vices there. There's John McClane just surveying the situation. Those guys are, where are they headed? Guided missile. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if that will be used. <laughs> So now I'm just watching the movie. I know. <laughs> it's I know. It's tough. I've always liked that line, though. They had a great moment in 30 Rock where uh, um, there, there was a moment in like season five where, where Baldwin basically got a job where they told him, like, uh, they're like, Jack, all you got to do is sit back and watch the money roll in. And, and Baldwin turns to basically off camera and just goes, and Alexander wept for there were no more worlds to conquer. Hans Gruber. Diary. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> so good. Oh, God. Doesn't matter what floor John McLean goes on to, somebody's there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love this. I love this. Yeah. Just this line is so good right here. Yeah. And smashes all day. <laughs> oh, God. The, the, yeah, this whole exchange, because, like, and when the the money later, yeah, on, the fact that Theo and Carl have a side bet on whether or not Takagi will give up the code and stuff like that—it's just like they're bad guys, but they're having fun, you know. It's just God. Oh, it's the most perfect. This it's just the most perfect movie. Tense. Yeah. I can't look away. <laughs> what he is interested in. Yeah. How do pair of bonds work? Like, basically, they're... If you, if my understanding from yeah. the movies, mm-hmm. certainly not real life. Yeah. From the, the movies, it is, if you are holding it, 
Yeah. You are the owner. The owner, that's basically what it is, right? Yeah. I don't understand why would people would make that. Why can't you just have like $640 million in IOUs? In yeah, <laughs> I, I guess, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah, I've never fully... There, obviously, there's some reason. I just, I'm not smart enough to know the yeah. reason. But Or you haven't looked it up yet. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. That's the other one, right? I've never actually deigned to look it up. But uh, well, you don't. You, you don't get a lot of bear bonds come through your uh, yeah your existence. So it's, it's, yeah, you, you can't blame me for not knowing them. No, <laughs> nor do I. In fact, the only time I you know bear bonds come into my uh, purview, my, yeah, is through movies, yeah. Yeah, movies and TV, right? Yeah. And we have to go on faith that they're telling us the truth about how they work. Exactly. <laughs> Technically, I don't even know if they're real or if it's some sort of made-up movie thing. <laughs> and, like, here's the thing. Isn't this, like, somehow the classiest gun in the history of guns? Like, like even Rickman's gun is just, like, sort of... Like, I, like, I don't know. Like, it's just this weird, sleek, silver thing. It's, it's, it's just somehow it's a gun. Like, it's, it's an instrument that he's going to use to shoot this man in the head in two minutes. But somehow, at the same time, you're like, it, it adds to Rickman's... Look the way like if he had like a. Well, I mean, he, he like bar- any he other gun, right? About just, being well dressed and all. Yeah. That. So obviously, he wants to make sure he's not just holding some shitty little pistol. Exactly right. Like if he had a revolver, it just wouldn't have the same yeah. look as this. Whatever. I don't even know. I'm not a gunman. I don't. So I don't know if this is. A, he's not a cowboy. No, exactly. But it's just like. <laughs> like he's the only guy I'd say in the back on history of movies who like just. Who just has this gun where the gun adds to his like? Although I'll see Carl later with Carl's weird gun that doesn't look like it should exist in real life either. It, it works for his character too. That is pretty much how that would go too in terms of splatter analysis. That was not like that, that was not inaccurate as to how that would have gone. I'll say that. Sound. I've always felt actually that. that's kind of impressive that he made a sound and they heard through the door. Yeah. Well, technically, he could hear their most of their conversation too, though, right? I suppose that's true. Yeah, I guess they weren't shouting or anything. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I can buy into that. <laughs> I love this line from Theo here. So good. So good. Yeah. Long for my charming personality. <laughs> so good. And then the little smile from God, God, everything about this movie is so perfect. <laughs> yeah. He didn't need to respond. The smile said it all. Mm-hmm. Let's see what our girl's up to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's partying with a bear in the backseat of a limo. <laughs> I've always liked the way they frame some of the shots here of these guys doing stuff. Like, I really enjoy um, the one shot coming up here in a second where uh, they do they do a nice panning shot with this guy when he throws on the wire. It's it's it's, it's very nice. Like right here, it should, you show him like wind up the wire, and then you get this nice sliding shot where uh, it's, yeah, it's coming here, and, it's, and then yeah, he throws the wire, and then we slide, pan, we pan around this thing, and the other guys there are filming. I've always liked the way they frame that shot. I just think it's very, very fun while we're sitting here wondering what these guys are doing, although they're clearly setting up explosives. If only you just got the code. Yeah, <laughs> would have been so much easier. It is a nice building. Yeah. 
Now that you've brought it up, I wouldn't mind going to that. Movie. I really do want. To, I really do want to go and at least just take a picture of it and be like, "Oh my god, that'd be a totally fun positive. trip." Yeah, I want to throw someone off of it. <laughs> they just get a dummy, like a Hans Gruber crash test dummy, throw it off whatever floor. They just change it. It's like this building is no longer operational in a sense that it's a building for offices and whatnot. It should just be a museum. It's a museum slash. Amusement park. <laughs> like, there's no way they don't get that all the time, though, right? Yeah. If, if you work in that building, like, there's no way they're like, it, like that has to be a daily occurrence of some assholes just like us showing up, being like, "I want this is the Die Hard building." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They might be the only people on planet who hate Die Hard because of that reason. <laughs> that or the building has. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might just have plaques around. Yeah. It's just like, like here's so, where here's here's the here's the window that yeah. Uber was tossed out of, right? Yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know if, uh, Matt and Carly, I, I don't know if you've been to San Francisco or, like, gone to Alcatraz. No. Craig, I know you have because mm-hmm. uh, you were there with me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, the whole tour through Alcatraz, you, there are plaques and things on the wall that explain mm-hmm. certain things that have happened and what it's for and all that. I just picture that, like, that in my free. mind. I like to think yeah. now that that building has that type of thing mm-hmm. for this is what was going on in Die Hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is the floor. This was this room. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is so good because like this is just his first uh, the first of several attempts to contact the outside world by uh... <laughs> John McClane. <laughs> so good. Did Carl's brother end up with a name, or is he always just Carl's brother? No, he's um. I've, like I've watched this movie millions of times, but I'm just, I'm just wondering if. Well, we were talking earlier about how easy it is to not know characters' mm-hmm. names and all that. Ooh, this is where he gets the. It was Heinrich, isn't it? Heinrich? Yeah, yeah, Heinrich. I was gonna say it's something super German. Come on, say it right. Yeah. Uber German. Uber German. Yeah, <laughs> good point. Yeah, very very good point. I love the way everybody else is like well dressed, but oh no, Tony's his brother's name. Tony? Oh, yeah. That's... Heinrich's a different territory. Yeah, there is a guy named Heinrich, though, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I've always liked the fact that every every other terrorist on the team seems to be incredibly well-dressed, except for Tony, who, who just said, like, you know what, we're going on this intricate heist. Fuck it, I'm going to be comfortable as hell. I'm, like, I'm going to be as comfortable as I possibly can be. Give him so my I'm, sweat. I'm showing up in my sweats and my, my turtleneck. <laughs> like, and my sweat that's, like, part turtlenecked. Oh, if only it was the tactile neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite, yeah, the, the archer tactile. Yeah. The tactical turtleneck, yeah. It's a good thing that bandsaw was there. Otherwise, John McClane might not have been able to get the drop on him. That's right. I'm out of my jurisdiction. Yeah. Well, I guess Tony's technically not from. Uh, technically not from the states. So, like, if it was me, I wouldn't think that John McClane was a policeman just because he said it. I would have thought it was just an American dude with a gun who happened to have a gun on him, right? You saw one too many yeah, well, cowboy movies. Yeah. I mean, it is L.A., right? <laughs> this day and age, it's like yeah. you're not a cop. You're just someone with a gun because apparently all Americans have guns. Yeah. This is bad though. Ah! Uh, I just thought that was a little blood curdling when, uh... Yeah. Yeah. Not a good way to go. No. 
He might have got it the worst out of anybody in this zone, except for maybe Marco, who gets shot like five times on the testicles. Yeah. <laughs> he might have got it the worst. That's <laughs> a good way to die. Yeah, he, he might have got it the worst, actually. <laughs> All right, what are you going to do, John? <laughs> There's the elf typing with his index fingers again. <laughs> Another great line. I'm coming up here. Jurassic. <laughs> Lock one disabled. Do you wish to proceed? No, I just wanted to disarm <laughs> yeah. the first launch. Just wanted to see if I could do it. <laughs> yeah. Just Lock this thing back up. Couple of magazines. Little walkie talkie action. Good thing he had a letter. <laughs> it was fully loaded with lighter fluid. Where did the lighter fluid come from? Yeah. <laughs> but where did the lighter fluid come from? Uh, McClain probably should have taken his sweater, though, too, right? That's <laughs> probably... Although, if he... he, he although, the, the, the sweater does play an integral moment. Yeah, yeah, he's going to need that sweater. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they at least addressed that. that cause why that he could have yeah, shoes. Yeah, why he didn't take the shoes. Although, given the situation, wouldn't you jam your feet into those, like, terribly tiny no. shoes? That no, I think they'd rather be barefoot. Yeah. yeah. As someone who has bought shoes, mm-hmm. and last year I bought a pair of boots for winter. Yeah. I walked for 30 minutes in them. Yeah. I had uh, blisters on both heels that okay. were at an inch in height mm-hmm. and probably a half inch in width. Okay. And then I had to walk back. I got maybe... Five minutes worth of ten minutes worth of walking, and I'm like, I have to call for a ride. I um, will not make it the next twenty minutes. <laughs> now, do you think that's worse or better than having your feet lacerated by <laughs> or by large amounts of glass? Um, yeah, John McClane didn't know there was going to be. <laughs> yeah, um, um, of course. Being if in I knew that, here. yeah, if I knew that I was going to get glass on my feet, I think I would have stuck with just going down to the bone <laughs> on the the heels. Yeah, but. Keeping the possibility open that I will be fine. Barefoot. Yeah. Oh, we missed Takagi saying he'll not be joining us for the rest of his life. Well, we didn't miss it, but <laughs> it is still the best. Like, another great Berkman yeah. line read, though. It's just. And just the most iconic moment. And would you say this is the most iconic moment in the history of this, of this movie? The, the, no, the now I have a machine gun? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, it's the most quoted line, though, oh, right? Yes. I think so, yeah. The, now I have a machine gun. It's Tony. It's there, Tony. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Carl and Tony. <laughs> the most, this is, there's a German sitcom. That's like Worker and Parasite. Carl and Tony. Eastern Europe's favorite cat and mouse team. Carl and Tony. I mean, how could it not be a Christmas movie? Ho, yeah, ho, ho. I just, like... He put him in a Santa hat just to mock everybody for no reason other than to just be... This is where you realize John McClane's a complete dick, as well as a, <laughs> an, an awesome hero, right? Because it's so unnecessary to alert them to his presence, right? I mean, what does he actually gain by doing that? Is the only is the only they, thing. If, if, if that body is not sitting in there in that elevator, yeah. they don't sit in the elevator and have a conversation. True. Yeah. So he does gain a little bit of he intel. Is, yeah. Because yeah. we see him writing on his arm here. I've always watched because like some of this stuff mysteriously dis- disappears off his arm later, but I've always just chalked it up to he was running around so much he yeah. sweated it off yeah. and stuff, right? Like that's one of those things you take on. It's faith, not a tattoo. Right? Yeah, you take it on faith, right? 
I've always wondered why they do this sequence, though. I've, I've, there's just kind of a lame... What do you call it? Like, it's not a jump scare, but it's like it's just one of those, like, oh, is John McClane going to be crushed by the roof yeah. of the thing? And you're like, well, probably not, considering we're 20 minutes into the movie, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yep, yeah, John McClane's dead. Mm-hmm. Looks like Holly's going to have to save the day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Ellis. Yeah, Ellis, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Ellis found himself some more coke, <laughs> and he's ready to roll. It's like an American Dad when Roger like did the cocaine. And he turned into Superman. Yeah. He basically turned into Scarface. Yeah, <laughs> that one scene that was good. There's a hell of a reference. Uh, that was a good episode too. Carl's not happy. No. This is another great. There's another great Alec Rickman moment here, where he doesn't even need to say anything. He's just that good of an actor. When Carl goes, "I'll just sit right here," and then Rickman just gives him this look, so good, like just the eyebrow. That was all he needed, right? Like he didn't actually need to say anything. And this is where Holly puts it together. And why would you tell Ellis of all people <laughs> that, yeah. that your husband might be the guy running through the building? It's like you know he's a coke. <laughs> you know he's a coke fiend, right? Like. And what does Ellis think he's gonna fuck up? I don't know. Like I don't know. They're all killed. Like he, he yeah. must think that like okay, if we just like sit here for a few minutes, they'll let us out of here once they get their money. Yeah. Not knowing that the plan is for, of course, all yeah, of them get killed. Yeah. And don't forget, he's coked up. Mm-hmm. Not true. Sure. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Nice view. Alright, John, all you gotta do is jump. <laughs> it's just a shortfall. Can you imagine? <laughs> do walkie talkies work like that? Yes. Uh, do they? Like, you could contact the. Uh, oh, yeah, there are emergency channels. Yeah, yeah, there are? Okay, yeah. <laughs> Carl gets his bag with his crazy yeah. gun that's like three feet long in it. <laughs> The worst cops. Although they are the LAPD, right? So, like, that's such awesome. a great line. The pizza line. That's too fucking good. Oh, God. This is a great scene here, Carl. Just no one kills him but me. And, the, and like, I'm not sure if that's a real gun either, because, again, I'm not a gun guy, but, like, it works for Carl's character This in the same way Rickman's, like, little sleek gun thing works for... <laughs> like, come arrest me, bitch! Yeah. So good. Like, why would the, I don't get... Like, and they don't believe him? Like, yeah. like yeah. clearly there's gunshots? Like, yeah. Now, that being said, the incompetence of the LAPD and hangers-on is, yeah. uh, is a big part of this. Yeah, we're, we're only, like, two years removed or removed from the LAPD beating a man, an unarmed man to death, right? <laughs> like, right. We're, we're only a couple years away from that happening. Here's Carl There he is, Carl Winslow, who has never not played a police officer. Yeah. I don't understand why they couldn't have had Jaleel White be Theo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Go to Ben, you never know. I've always wondered what's with the... Like, first off, 
Um, I believe the good people at AMPM wouldn't appreciate their clerk insulting one of their customers as he's trying to buy something. Also, who is he to be making fun of Carl Weather or Carl or Carl Weathers, Carl Winslow's weight? Yeah, right? like like that well, guy. AM clerk is, is AMP is launching boulders from his glass house. Is he not right? Like he's like looking through his nose at Carl for buying a couple of Twinkies. It's like, dude, it looks like you got a couple of Twinkies your own. Yeah, I always wondered that. <laughs> it's like what a weird exchange that was. It's just to let you know that Carl's going to be the. You know, earlier I called Carl. Uh, Argyle, the greatest wingman of all time. It might actually be Carl Winslow. I'm not sure. This is a, this is this is so yeah. This scene is so well framed, and we pan up here to Carl, who's just slowly stalking, like waiting to <laughs> like just waiting for his moment to kill John McClane. Just move him into position. Yeah. You didn't even put the guy's socks on. That's a good point. Like I mean, that that been, actually yeah. is a good point. Yeah, that, that he could have been like, now that the socks wouldn't have helped him later. Like, like yeah. that, that. Maybe it wouldn't have been as yeah. painful. I, it still would have. <laughs> like, the thin layer of cloth would not have stopped him from lacerating his feet later yeah. based on the amount of glass you see him standing around. But the, uh, mm. I'm sure the vodka or whatever that he poured on his feet yeah. didn't sting at all. No, yeah. <laughs> Does it actually show him do that, pouring liquor or something on his feet later? I, I, it shows him, he go, I know he goes to the bathroom something. and he's like pulling. It's something, I just assume it was vodka. Yeah. Because I actually haven't seen this movie, well, probably in a year. Yeah. yeah. Probably last probably Christmas. Probably last Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> um, because it is a Christmas movie, goddammit. But um, I'm pretty sure it was vodka. Cause, yeah. I mean, water's not going to do all that much. No. It would clean, it would do nothing but clean the blood around the wound. Yeah. It wouldn't actually, like provide any sort of antiseptic means. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, yes, <laughs> making an appearance on the podcast. <laughs> oh, Lena, knock it off. There's my dog. Everybody wants to be on the diehard commentary. Lando was good and asleep, and then yeah. somebody must have walked around in the hallway. Yeah. Sorry, we're all good now. Back on track. No, Lando just wanted to be on. It's like, what's going to be my time? Lando was wondering. <laughs> He's trying to warn John McClane. Yeah, that's exactly what it John, is. John, the shooting at you. Yeah. No fucking shit, Lando! <laughs> Do I sound like the runner of pizza? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is one of, I would say, two, three moments where John McClane should have died. Right. Coming up. like this. This is one of those movie things you take on faith. Yes, it is a long way down. <laughs> like, I never would have thought of this if I was John McClane. My move would have been, I'm going to put my back against the wall, and the second I see anything move, I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> I wouldn't have been like, you know, I'm going to travel down the elevator shaft or whatever that ventilation shaft thing is. This is great by Carl here, though, too. Yeah, like, he can't escape. <laughs> he just closes the, or he just shuts off the walking. It's so good. Revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> Lano's just so scared for John McClane right now. So <laughs> yeah. 
And that gun is just wide enough. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think he did. He extended. There's like a little bracket oh, thing that. It? Yeah, that he extended. Now again, not a gun guy. Don't know if that exists in, on guns and like that in real, real life. life. I mean, in the movies, they can do all sorts of things. True. Yeah. But like, what's the plan here, John McClane? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's uh, yeah, that's so good. And Carl just shuts the walkie-talkie off. Well, at this point, it's definitely one floor less to fall. Yeah. I guess, but yeah, this is the like just this, this elevator shaft moment because like this thing snaps here in a second, and like like every action movie at some point, th- there's a moment where grip becomes a a, a factor in whether or not the uh, or the protagonist actually gets to live because like at some point they have to grab on or hold somebody yeah. or do something, and John McClane's grip moment is about to happen because the thing snaps here. Yeah. And he just now in real life, he would have severed all of his fingers and fallen to his death. But uh, but we're okay because it's diehard and it's awesome, right? You gotta let a few things yeah. slide. And then, of course, one of the greatest lines of this movie: "Come out to the coast." <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> but if she didn't say that, John McClane wouldn't have been here to save the day. And if he didn't light that lighter, they wouldn't know where he is. That's true. <laughs> John McClane, always saying funny things even when nobody's around. That's a good point. It's kind of his whole thing. That and just saving the day. Right. But which is first? Carl's so menacing. And smart. Yeah. I heard a sound. Yeah. <laughs> I've always liked this shot here. <laughs> it's <just> like, whoa. <laughs> that close to being dead was John McClane. Oh, if he was able to shoot him through like the bullet hole, yeah, <laughs> and not be figured out, God, <laughs> what a scene that'd be! <laughs> but you can't have Carl die now because he has to have that awesome scene later on in the movie. Sure. But if you had one of the other lackeys there, true, to die. Yeah, it could have been that other far. guy with the long hair. <laughs> so now he's gone down two floors, right? Because he's on the thirty-third floor with the computers, if I remember correctly. And now he's back on the floor, and you see the blood spot where Takagi died. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's where. It's probably some brain there too, and that. Not. Who's driving his car, Stevie Wonder? <laughs> All you did was a loop around the roundabout. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. They don't seem very concerned with helping anybody, the police do in this movie. No, he does go inside. Yeah. Oh, that's true, he does. Okay. Forgot about that part. Because that would make the most sense. Yeah. Still loop around. I don't see anybody. I'm sure it's fine. Nobody would be hiding mm. or anything. Now, what is the guy watching later? Isn't he watching like a Notre Dame football game or something? I think he's watching TV? a bowl game of some kind. Yeah, it would have to be because yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. It's also a Saturday. Uh, we assume it's a Saturday. Well, I guess not because bowl games would be on. Yeah, there'd be a Christmas Eve bowl game no matter what. Yeah. I just assume Die Hard takes place on a Saturday, though. Well, it oh, it's so German. <laughs> takes place on Christmas Eve, uh, yeah. presumably in 88. Yeah, Christmas we, Eve 88. We, we could look it up. That's true. Let's look it up for funsies. What do you think it is? So you think it's a Saturday? I'm going to go with Friday just because. All right. That actually might be a, a great... That, that, that actually might be accurate because they were technically at work, right? Yeah. Although, you know... Whatever they do, they might be open on Saturdays. Do things. <laughs> schnell, schnell. Every time I hear schnell, for some reason, I always go back to frickin' Hogan's Heroes. Right? <laughs> they were always saying that. That's so casual. Yeah. So close. Yeah. This is such a great action sequence right here. Good lord. That's Marco. If you're Marco, why do you carry your giant bag of explosives with you to check on the guy? Uh, I don't shooting know. Because right? sometimes you might have to throw one at somebody. I guess, maybe. But then you also risk having someone shoot them. Shoot them, <laughs> yeah. And then, again, the whole plan is messed up, right? Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but like. I feel like normally your reason for doing it would be normally your reason for doing it would be I don't want my bag of explosives to get stolen, right? Yes. But considering they're in a closed off building and no one's gonna wander by. <laughs> yeah. Good advice. Yeah. Very good advice. <laughs> Marco got like nine bullets in the <laughs> testicles. Yeah. <It's> so bad. <laughs> Not a good way for Marco. No. <laughs> yeah, it, I think you would argue Marco Marco got it the worst out of anybody, right? Because he got shot nine times on the balls, and then John McClane threw his body out of a window. Yeah. Right? So, like, <laughs> Carl Winslow very critical to the. Oh the yeah, plot. Carl Winslow's helmet in uh, Winter Wonderland, but it's not a Christmas no, movie. He mm. could have grabbed Marco's shoes before he tossed him out of this building. That's true, yeah. but this he didn't have time for that though, right? Because like That's Carl true. might be on his way if out. If only right? he didn't relay that message. Yeah, it, while goose chase here, and then yeah. immediately I fucked up. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. But then these guys shooting at him; those are on those are Gruber's guys, right? Like that's not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. 
This is so good. Or no, 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 help me. Just quick check in on Argyle's <laughs> presumably still talking to the same girl this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I wonder if they make. No- I, I should. All right. I assume they make T-shirts and and swag with uh, the Nakatomi Plaza logo oh, yeah. on it, right? Yeah. I should get one of those. Perfect park job. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who is a bigger scumbag? Who is a bigger scumbag? This guy or Ellis? Oh, this guy. You think so? Oh no. It's tough to say. Oh, this guy involved the children, though, right? Yeah, but Ellis. Right. Yeah. Either way, they they both got what was coming to them. Yeah. But the these are just the cops. Well, Hans cares not for them. Actually, he cares a lot for them because he knows he uh, that he's still fine. Yeah. Plus, their interference was a bit necessary. Yeah. See, there you go. <laughs> so cool under pressure, always. <laughs> oh God, this sequence is so good. Yeah. I'm gonna try to keep the commentary going during this, but my God. One of the all-time great exchanges in the history of movies takes place right now. That's bad, kind of. Yeah. That's so good. For a security guard. I was just like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> he got some smokes. It was weird that uh, Tony had a uh, Zippo lighter on him, but didn't have any cigarettes. Now, if you're John McClane, you obviously hang on to that bag because like, oh, yeah. there's no reason not to. Although you might have assumed if I throw this out the window, it probably helps with their plan, right? Like, now, where does Yippie Kaye motherfucker rank on all time in movie catchphrases? Like, like first? It, yeah, <laughs> it's it's. it's Top Again, five. At, it's like, up there. It's up there with like you know, you know, like I'm your father, right? I'll be back, and I'll be back, and, and there's no place like home. Yeah, no place like home would be up there too. And bam, so good. <laughs> oh god, this sleazy reporter, fucking guy, got to be in the sequel too. The world needs to know. <laughs> Eat it, Harvey. <laughs> Richard Thornberry. 
That would have made local news bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> Volume uh, 98 yeah. on YouTube or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> 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 she immediately cuts back. Because like, she was also... Wasn't she the, uh, the the woman who just played the female news anchor there? Wasn't she in, like... The therapist in the loaded in the Lethal Weapon movies, also loaded weapon there for a second. Pretty yeah. sure she was the therapist in in, in, in Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> Heinrich. No. Uh oh. Plans have changed. Yeah. Now there's a wrench in the change. <laughs> it's like that Carl Franley just saunters in and says he wasn't lying about Marco's bodies in the streets. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. Theo. <laughs> God. Alan Rickman, even though he's panicking internally, he just smooth back, doesn't mess any, anything around. Did you ever see the Key and Peele sketch where uh, they were making fun of Family Matters? No. Oh, okay. That, that was a good one. Basically, the, the premise of it was... Uh, Keegan-Michael Kay was basically playing like a sleazy Hollywood producer who was on cocaine, much like uh, Ellis in this, very Ellis-esque. And then Jordan Peele walks in as Carl Winslow and basically goes, starts complaining. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? In the next episode of Family Matters, Urkel transports the family away, clones himself, and now we've got two Steve Urkels and no family on a show called fucking Family Matters. <laughs> so, like, and it just goes on like that. The guy's like... <laughs> He's like, baby, 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 we got to play ball, you know? <laughs> like, everybody loves Circle, you know? <laughs> He's like, it's supposed to be a blue-collar Cosby show. <laughs> oh, it was just a really good... It was one of the all-time great Key and Peele sketches. Oh, I felt Urkel, but, yeah. Urkel did ruin it. Oh, yeah. Wow. Ruined the premise of... Because I did... I remember as a child always wondering uh, why the show was called Family Matters in the first place, when it yeah. should have just been called, like, the Urkel show or something like that, right? Or Urkel yeah. and Carl, like whatever. <laughs> LA's finest. Way out of you. God, it's so good. I don't even smoke, but if I was John McClane in this situation, I'd be like, I am probably going to have a cigarette. <laughs> Mr. X. Roy. Roy Rogers. Yo. Except he wasted time. Yeah, that's true. You're right. He was Al just Rickman sitting there to. listening when he should have been trying to get through those locks. And I believe this is where the principal from Breakfast Club shows up. Dun, I heard a ruckus. Dun. Yeah. Hey, hey. He did hear a ruckus. He did hear a ruckus. We are not alone. <laughs> Like, how did this guy... The only thing I wonder is, how did, how did Deputy... Deputy, uh, Deputy Chief Dwayne T. Robinson... Yeah, Chief Dwayne T. Robinson. How did he rise that high in the police force with, with detective skills like he is... How did every guy. bad Deputy Chief or Chief... Yeah, right? it's like every action movie yeah. has one that doesn't know what they're doing. <laughs> exactly, that's a good point. I'm trying to eat lunch here. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> it's, like, it's like, oh, really, there, Batman? You could be a play. <laughs> I'll see you next Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Thornburg. Yeah. Head of the press kit when it is. Look at this old school portable TV. So good. <laughs> this is a great exchange, too. What idiot yeah. put you in charge? <laughs> so <Yeah>. good. <laughs> And the, like the Takage scene was was uh, was great because if I remember correctly, that's the only person Rickman shoots in this movie, right? Oh, yeah. Is, is yeah. Takage, but then oh, he just had the moment later where he's like hits him again and stuff yeah. like that. But other than that, he would basically be the most smooth pimp bad guy in history. But you need that scene where he shoots Takage in the head just to let you know that he's, he's willing, serious. Yeah, yeah, that he's serious and he he is willing to pull the trigger, right? Like he just doesn't have Carl doing all of it. He's not like a Bond villain, right? Where you, you know the the Bond villains, like, never really shoot anybody. They always have their, like, weird muscle-bound henchmen to do it. Hans is such a reasonable man. Oh, yeah. Well, he has to be. Yep. Just a quick check on the photo. It is weird that he just set himself up in Holly's office. Although it was conveniently located on the same floor. Right. Miz. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Smart enough to know that. It's like, probably shouldn't tell him I'm John McClane's wife. <laughs> Just in case that comes up later. I mean, surely it would never be used against me. Argyle. Argyle, pay attention! No. He is. To the party that he's having. No. <laughs> I've always liked that look. It's just like, what? <laughs> he just ditches the glass and he's drinking straight from that mini bottle. Brilliant. It's just the little things in this movie that they got right, too. Couldn't Argyle have called somebody on his little... Yeah. Radio? Although I guess the police are already there. So yeah. It, 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 By the time Argyle was going on, yeah, it's, it's a moot point. Right? Yeah. 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 And that, yeah, like <laughs> this is just beyond incompetent. Makes for a great scene, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like just the motions of the cops going in with no eyes and ears on the building, like, like they don't know how many guys are in the building or how many hostages, and they're gonna storm in with six dudes and somehow defuse the situation. <laughs> Stock like the stockbroker that got depressed. Like, like, good work, detective. <laughs> Quick, share like, the bat light. Yeah, like Batman. Or the bat signal. Yeah, like Batman oh, could reach change. Yeah, like Batman. This is a world that could really use a Batman. I think, right? Like, which I guess technically John McClane is the Batman of this movie. Yeah. Aside from the fact he kills. Wait, people. does that mean Ellis is Robin? <laughs> He's the Ra's al Ghul of this movie. Because <laughs> I, I think Al Powell is the Robin. Technically. Al Powell is Robin. Yeah. Oh, I was going to go with maybe Alfred. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that's a good, could be his Alfred, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, it's really a generic. It's it's a generic movie trope. It's just in movies like this that the cop, the, the police, are always just completely incompetent for the yeah. most, except for the one guy, right? Like, but I mean, at a lot of places where people work, not to no. know, cops or anything, because I certainly don't know. Mm-hmm. But in most workplaces, always, everyone yeah. always feels everyone else is incompetent, too, except yeah. for like yourself and yeah. a couple others. Yeah. Nobody ever thinks they're the incompetent one. <laughs> it's true. If only everyone weren't incompetent. <laughs> That's true. Because a lot of times it's just those little things where... Although, how come Argyle waited until the very last moment to drive the limo through the through the fence, right? Because at the end, you see him bust through, right? It's just the question is, why Why did he wait till then? Although, if I were him, I'd be like, you know what? No one even knows I'm down here. I'm just going to chill. Yeah. 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 That is what he does, though, yeah. Yeah. Until I hear the building coming down on me. Until it was his moment to save the day. Yeah. That's that's, that's the best part of this movie is that everybody gets their moment. This is a great little thing. Yeah. Just just like... Just seeing that little concession. Yeah. I just had an immediate flashback to uh, Spaceballs. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. Although this guy just, he's like, I, if I was this guy, I would do the same thing, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, I am absolutely stealing a Twix. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or I think it looked like he was going for a Hershey Yeah, bar. I was like, what's that? Yeah, I'll grab a Hershey Oh, Hershey? Well, you see him later. You see him later, I think he's mowing down a Crunch Bar, yeah. but there's a bunch of other rappers. Yeah. He's basically working his way through the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. like, through, like, through I all gotta the, try one of each. Yeah, he was working his way through all the candies. <laughs> I have a theory on Crunch Bars, and Crunch Bars, I don't think, like, does the Crunch Bar really crack anybody's top five as far as favorite candy bars? I don't think they do, but... Crunch Bar's good. It's it's not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. I just, I don't think it cracks anybody's top five as far as favorite ones, but the fact that it's the size of, like, a fucking Willy Wonka chocolate bar, so as a kid, you're like... I want to get the Crunch Bar. Look how, like, because it was, like, so much bigger. It was, like, six Twixes, right? Yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't think I've ever had a Crunch Bar before. It's, it's, it's uh, it's like a Rice Krispie yeah. wrapped in chocolate. So, it's, it's not bad. It's just, I don't think it's anybody's favorite, right? Kit Kat and Arrow were mm-hmm. the two that I had. Arrow's a scam, though, because, like, oh, Arrow's yeah. just milk chocolate right, that they, yeah. that they throw bubbles into, right? Oh, so, technically, they're actually robbing you of chocolate, right? Yeah. <laughs> As far as chocolate bars go, I think it was always Kit Kat and Arrow for me. Kit Kat, and that honestly has not changed because Mm. the box of Halloween candy that I buy for myself, not for kids, yeah, has Kit Kats, Arrows, Smarties, and and, uh, Crunch Bar. I think that's the big thing. Coffee Crisp. Oh, Coffee Coffee Crisp. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just pawn off the Coffee Crisp to whoever likes Coffee Crisp. I love Coffee Crisp. Sergeant Al Powell's the only competent police officer on the LAPD force. <laughs> yeah. What of it? Because, like, these guys can't even, like, they're like, oh, we got to blowtorch this door. Kick it open! What are you doing? <laughs> He's ignoring direct orders. Like, what is going on here? in the car. I've always wondered about that line read. Because the guy goes like, send in the car. And it's like, this is like one of the two lines he gets. So he's like, I'm going to put some stack on car yeah, just so they never forget me. Yeah. <laughs> send in the car. He's, like, yeah. he's getting his jollies that he wants that car to be there. Because he did sound like he was from Boston or something. Like, he's sending the car. 
Love the elf. This is Please the elf. have themselves an RV. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh my god, what a great movie. Every freaking line of this is memorable. <laughs> and that's not even his best line in this scene. Oh, it's not coming even, up. No. It's coming up. Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. Remember that big box I had earlier? <laughs> yep. It looks like it's coming into play. Is he going to talk about football a little bit? Yeah. <laughs> John, you've got company. Yeah. I've always, could, I've always wondered, could John have done something when he knew that the... Uh, and, like, what was that guy's plan, right? Like... Mach schnell. Scheiße. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are these guys doing? They're just like, they're being very cavalier with these giant explosive yeah. rockets, right? Like... <laughs> they are rockets. Like, look at this. They're going to drill this thing into the goddamn floor, yeah. right? Like... <laughs> it's going to have proper support. Yeah, this is not a small thing that they're about this to is fire. Not right? the like, look at that thing. Yeah, this <laughs> like, isn't the over your shoulder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Send in the car. Send in the car. <laughs> it's like, and it gets stuck. What was the, what was the point? I don't know. They basically made themselves a target. <laughs> Love this, Theo. Quarterback is toast. <laughs> so good. <laughs> oh. I feel like we should, because we're going to be gambling on a football game later, I feel like we should take the over in sacks just so every time it happens we can go, and the quarterback is toast. <laughs> I definitely find that to be one of the most memorable lines of the movie. Oh, yeah. I know it's uh, Kevin, hey, this- Mi- Kevin Miller who always comes on this pod. That is unequivocally his favorite line in Die Hard is, and the quarterback is toast. Sorry, you're going to say something there, Greg? I just love when he throws this T4 on the yellow <laughs> yeah, There's nothing not to love about it, yeah. Although when he's putting it together and he's just like, fuck it. <laughs> throws it like a fourth one in there or something. I feel like like this axe disappears, but I, I feel like maybe he should have carried it with him. Yeah. <laughs> like the axe maybe could have made it a better place. Yeah. Although I guess it does kind of get incinerated in this blast. I just love this right here. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Yeah. See, if only this guy didn't drop the case earlier. I'm not even sure. Is this how C4 works? Like, this is very MacGyver, what uh, John McClane's yes. doing here, right? Like, it's very, like, what would MacGyver do right now? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of motherfuckers in this. Yeah. Why are you looking down there? Yeah. Well, I want to make sure that it works. to make sure that it works, yeah. You just destroyed a building. Yeah. <laughs> Who gives a fuck about glass? <laughs> so yeah. good. That would have killed John McClane too, by the way. Yeah. Or it, at the very least, he would have had some horrible, horrible scars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's him. So good. And you know Alan Rickman only needed like one take for that line too, yeah. right? They were like, we got it in one, we're out. <laughs> I like to think uh, there's a little bit of calculon in all of the good. This is actors. Richard Thorberg's best line, though. Sorry to interrupt. Bro. Oh yeah, just like yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, you were saying Calculon. Then there's a little bit of Calculon in all the good actors where yeah. it's like, second take. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand the concept. What yeah. is that? Yeah. <laughs> they want you to do it again. Where did they what? get this information from? I've always wondered. The... Uh, I don't know. They, they're listening on the, the radio now. They can, uh, I don't know. It's, I suppose, yeah. I guess you're right. All sorts of things. They just yeah. did it off screen. All right, let's look at all the terrorists, Dave Hans. All yeah. right, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it is, and it, like, I get the point of it, because it's, it's the exposition for the audience to let us know what, you know, what Hans is all about, right? But, uh, and again, that's the only thing, yeah, that's the only thing you think of after you've watched this movie 90 times. <laughs> Man, <laughs> not the one who got butt fucked on national TV, Dwayne. <laughs> Our guy laughing away. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like deputy Dwight, like deputy chief Dwight T. Dwayne T. Rub, like he was busted down to like street patrol. Oh yeah, that's right. Like, oh, like he thought he fucking fired. Yeah, <laughs> like, or at least he's like. He's like traffic cop, right? Like, like he's on foot patrol. <laughs> Argyle! <laughs> Fuck, I love Argyle. <laughs> Subtitles left a couple of swears out there. It did. It did. It's like that, that one Nancy Drew that was nearly banned. So many swears. <laughs> oh, man. You hang in there. I feel like if, if I ever met Reginald Bell Johnson and he told me Matt see, Pierce, see, hang in there, man. More I feel coke. like I knew everything was going to be all right with the rest of my life, right? I'm all coked up. I got to do something. <laughs> yeah, unless he's like, I'm coke strong right now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is he negotiates million dollar deals for breakfast while the deputy chief eats pieces of shit for, for breakfast. breakfast. Yeah. You eat pieces of shit for breakfast? Oh, God. Oh, Ellis. <laughs> Carl's just like, can I shoot this guy? Oh, you know what? I'm wrong because I, I thought that. It, uh, I was wrong, because earlier I thought Takage was the only guy that Rickman shoots, but he shoots Alice in the forehead, too, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Although that feels less... Uh, everyone was cheering for Rickman to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Hans, booby! <laughs> this is so yeah. good. Like, he was so good in this role. Like, yeah. If I ever yeah, made another a, line, that's yeah, hard to forget. I know. Like, if, if I... If I was ever smart enough or had the talent to write and direct my own movie, I would try to find a way to get Hart Bachner into it to, like, reprise his Ellis role. I'm sure he would hate being typecast, but I'd be like, can I get you to play a sleazy Hollywood producer for, like, 20 minutes? Not 20, for, like, one scene in my movie or whatever, right? Like, booby! I'm your white knight. So good. I love that line. Yeah. I can get him to you. Just the smile, too. It's just so creepy. Right here. Oh, God, look, it's so slimy. He's trying <laughs> to hell, Alice. Like, you just know the man congealed in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> right. 
thousand year old Twinkie. <laughs> Can't remember the last time I had a Twinkie. It's probably in like grade three when I when I had a Twinkie last. I assume I've had a Twinkie before. I wasn't a big but Twinkie guy. The thing that we had when I was in school with Joe Louis. You remember those? They were yes, like, yeah, because it hasn't. Well, it's only been a few years since I've had Joe Louis. Really? And yeah. If I have them. Like, you can get the box of them or you whatever. You get, like, 12 or whatever, like, yeah. Yeah, 12 might as well be two, because that's yeah. how many sittings it'll take. Exactly, yeah. You, you, you can't eat just one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's a catchphrase or slogan that works for so many yeah, things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh-oh. Ellis. Fuck you, Ellis. You silly bastard. What a slime ball. You're neither. You can call me Roy. You can call me Roy. You continue to call me Roy. This is great, too, because he thinks it's his wife yeah. for a second. Yeah. that like That's another real subtle, great acting yeah. moment from, from Bruce Willis and then... To think this was like his debut too. Ellis. At least Ellis was smart enough not to impugn Holly in this whole thing too. Yeah, yes. yeah. Like I've always said, at least at least Ellis at least Ellis did that much, right? Like. Fucked up. Oh god, this is such a good scene. No other action movie really has I, I can think of really has like a, a, a action break scene like this where yeah. that is just also incredibly good, right? And super tense. Yeah. You're like what the yeah. hell? Like because the first time you watch this, you're like, what the hell is gonna happen? Yeah. It's like because you know this is eventually gonna go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, bringing him a Coke, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Like, like, Carl is, like, pouring him a Coke, and it's like, what's going on with, with that? Like... I also thought it was very funny that Ellis was drinking a Coke. <laughs> He's like, he just loves Coke. Yeah, just loves and Coke. In either liquid or powder form. Yeah. He might have asked, like, uh, can I have some Coke? <laughs> and, and the chair That's probably exactly how that went down. They were like, can we get you anything? He'd be like, some Coke would be nice. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's like, yep. shit, all right. I'll yeah, that's probably exactly how that conversation yeah. went down. <laughs> <laughs> so good. God. I mean, I just I can't get over it, but I I just I honestly can't believe Alan Rickman's gone. I just I really can't believe he's gone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so good, John. <laughs> and he looks at him like, "Well, what can you do?" Yeah. <laughs> I just love this. Goes for one last so last meal, technically. Yeah. <laughs> One last hit of coke for uh, <laughs> yeah. for Ellis before he. Uh... That's what coke yeah. strong will get you. Coke strong, yeah. I 
I've always I've always thought that Hans Gruber, the one thing in his plan that he never went to, he never went to the I'll shoot a hostage every five minutes or something until yeah, you... Yeah. yeah, I always felt like that was a move he should have... I mean, he eventually gets the detonators back, so there's no reason for that to be in the movie, but again... After the 10,000th viewing of Die Hard, I've always been like, you know what I would have done if I was Alan Rickman in that scenario? I would have went to the, I'm going to shoot a hostage every two minutes until you get down here, right? Deputy Dwight T. Dwayne T. Robertson. I'm going to give you so much detention. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to make you write the longest essay. (laughs) Another. Bruce Willis gets away, puts the fist in the air, and freeze frames. <laughs> Your ass is mine. This is my yeah. This is my favorite line from yeah from Al Pali. Yeah, when he goes, "You couldn't drag me away." So good. <laughs> oh God, another great Rickman. Moment. Oh, this is this is maybe the best Rickman moment of the whole movie. Which yeah. is saying something yeah. because every moment's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> This is Carl's best moment, too. Non-fighting, non-action-related moment, I would say. When he just goes, Asian Dawn movement? (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. It's so good. Yep, you just knew he was going to do this, right? Yeah. (laughs) Was that Ellis' corpse that we just saw at the top of? (laughs) Probably, yeah. Because they, they, you don't see him. Yeah, he gets dragged down, dragged down, down later. Yeah. Ooh, shout out to Quebec. Time magazine, so good, so good. These are the greatest bad guys in the history of movies. Honestly, I think if you're talking, you're talking. Honestly, I think if you're talking greatest bad guys of all time, I think you're talking Hans Gruber and Die Hard, and you're talking Darth Vader and Empire Strikes Back. I yeah. think, I think those are. I think that's the conversation. I, I'm not. Exactly sure there's a, there anybody Nurse else. Ratchet in One Flow of the Cuckoo's Nest. True. Yeah, she might be there. Yeah, you're right. I think Dr. Hannibal Lecter. Right. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. You're making some great points yeah. here. There's conversations to be yeah. had here, yeah. I mean, you could argue because Hannibal Lecter's technically not the villain of that film. No. Uh, he's, Buffalo he's, Bill is, he's, but yeah. He's not a nice guy either. But no, he's not, yeah. He's not exactly a stand-up you don't person either. You have dinner with him? <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> Well, actually, having dinner with Mm -hmm. Hannibal Lecter, not so bad, because that means you are not personally (laughs) dinner. Although Ray Liotta ate his own in the sequel, which wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. But, uh, yeah. That sequel didn't have Jodie Foster. No, it was... uh, Seems like a mistake. uh, Julia Moore. Julia Moore, yeah. I was going to say it was uh, from Boogie Nights. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was in that. Yeah, she was... uh, She was... She was a mother Clarice to those Stone. who need one. <laughs> Hello, <nice>. Clarice. <laughs> you catch that shit, Hans was with her. So good. <laughs> God. This is a, is this where he explains why he wasn't uh How did like, I, I mean, they didn't really do it with action movies in what the 80s, but how did, how did Al Powell, Reginald Del Johnson, not get a Best Supporting Oscar nomination yeah. for, for the I Shot a Kid yeah. scene in this That movie? definitely would have been this, the clip they played. Yeah, right? Like, 
Harvey <laughs> Helsinki, Sweden. <laughs> At least the guy was professional enough not to clown him on his own show, yeah, right? Yeah, like, he just went, Finland, and just quietly corrected him, went back to his point, right? Like, <laughs> oh, there's Alice's dead body. There's Alice's horrible. No, he's just asleep. We, we <laughs> drugged him. <laughs> he's just asleep. What's that hole in his head? Uh, Speedball. Uh, Asian. <laughs> all the things that they went to, of all the things, he, they, he's talking about the Asian Dawn movement over the radio. <laughs> the FBI is here. Agent Johnson and Johnson. And one of the agents is the... Uh, the 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 white agent Johnson is uh, he was one of the Fratellis in Goonies, remember? Oh, yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah, not anymore. <laughs> remember when South Park made that parody when like, and every time like basically Kyle and Car- Car- or like Kyle and Stan are in a scene and like the local like South Park police show up and they go like, "Who's in charge here?" And Stan's like, "I am." He goes, "Not anymore, you not." <laughs> and then later the. <laughs> The FBI shows up, and they're like, who's in charge here? I am. Well, not anymore, you're not. <laughs> and, like, I think the president shows up, and then eventually Stan just goes, and, like, the president says something, and Stan goes, not anymore, you're not, <laughs> to him. And then the president just goes, aww, it's so good. This is basically to be in charge. All you have to do is say that one line. <laughs> and then jurisdiction is yours. I'd love to say that at work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in charge here? Not in my not. This is another fan just. I realize we say this every scene, but this is another great scene. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Apparently the scene wasn't originally written into it. No. But, uh... When they realized that Rickman could do a pretty spot-on uh, yeah. American accent. And, and also, these two, like, this is the moment where the, our, the hero meets the villain, right? right? Like, this is this is the moment. Once they realized, oh, Alan Rickman is one of the greatest He's actors good. who has ever, <laughs> who was ever, kind of, like, able to grace this planet, planet Earth. The thing I've always wondered, because, like, doesn't Rickman, he leaves this gun here, but doesn't he have it back later? That was one of the continuity errors I thought I had in this no, movie. Like, um, like, doesn't he have it when he's holding Ollie hostage later at the end of the movie? Yeah, but he could easily have gone to get yeah, that afterwards. I guess, yeah. But, like, he, he, like, him and he, they have, a, like, a shootout with, uh... With all the other... With all the other guys yeah, that, like, ends up going, like, down a floor or whatever. Yeah, okay. But, yeah... I go grab that gun while we're back downstairs now that Rick... Now that, uh, yeah. John McClane's kid. Because I remember the first time I saw Die Hard, I thought that gun, like... Because Carl fights... Car, Carl fights John McClane, like, on, I think, that floor. Or, or a close close spot to that floor. I always thought, like, Alan Rickman, like, like Carl was going to be, like, strangling... Uh, like, the very first time I saw Die Hard, I thought during that fight that uh, Bruce Willis was some Like, John McClane was somehow going to just discover that gun and use yeah. it to kill yeah. Carl, and it was going to come full circle. The screen direction in this scene I've always thought was a little strange, though, as good as this scene is, though. Because when, when Rickman says his name is Bill Clay... Yeah. Rickman clearly went up there with a name. Yeah, right? Already in his head. Already in his head. Because yeah. it is... It's on the directory. Because it's yeah. on the directory, but 
what's his face can see it, right? It, um, like the guy who sees, like Alan Rickman cannot see that yeah. directory. Right? But I think that Rickman would have gone up there with the name of someone in his head. Yeah. Okay. Because he would have known this sort of exchange is going to happen in the likelihood. Yeah, most likely. But it could. But uh, so the fact that he was Bill Clay, like that's not what gave him away, though, right? Because I was. I remember again the first time I saw this scene. I remember sitting there thinking. Bruce Willis knows who he is because he saw him shoot Takage, right? Like, that was the scene. No, was the, he, 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 didn't, he didn't get a clear view. That's yeah. the thing, right? Yeah. Bill. Clay. I'm surprised. I should use Bill Clay for a... Uh, a fake name for something? As a fake name. Yeah, like on a, like on an online video game or something, right? Like, it's be like, what's your name? Clay. Bill Clay. You also wouldn't actually do this, I think, if you were John McClane in real life. Like, Probably if, not. like let's say Alan Rickman was not the bad guy of this movie. I don't think your move is to give the guy who might be give someone you don't know here uh, yeah. is a loaded weapon. No, yeah. it's not a loaded weapon. No, no, no I know, I know. No, because he knows. I'm just saying. If let's he say Alan Rickman, Rickman to make the first move. Yeah, let's say Alan Rickman wasn't the bad guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, well. Hunt. <laughs> so good. God, this exchange is just brilliant. <laughs> you know, I've never really thought about it, but this is definitely a fantastic scene between the hero and the villain meeting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the, yeah, it's the, it's the, it's the, the hero actually are face-to-face for the first time in the movie. And we are... An hour and thirty-five minutes into this film, now they've technically had exchanges via yeah. the radio, but they're meeting face to face, and this isn't like, they, like this feels so natural. This is how well written this movie is that the hero does not meet our villain technically until we are an hour and a half into the movie, but it doesn't feel like so good. <laughs> it doesn't feel like off the top of my dome piece. You remember how bad. Um, uh, you remember how bad uh, Venom showing up in the third act of... Uh, Don't like that. <laughs> yeah, you remember how Venom showing up in the third act of Spider-Man 3 was? So our villain, our hero technically never met our villain until the third act of the movie? Oh, yeah. This feels nothing like that, right? Like, this feels so natural. They oh. technically had conversations on the... That was... Yeah. That's in the running for who got it worse, him or Marco, because he got, like, his knees, oh, kneecaps blown off. Oh, and he's got two in this exchange so far? So there are yeah. five left? Yeah, give or take. There's Carl Hans, Hans, the Asian dude who was eating the yeah, uh, Theo. Theo. Theo is still alive, and uh, uh, front desk guy. Yeah, front desk guy still out there too, right? Yeah. Which whether they have names or not, I think <laughs> I think all of the terrorists have names. If you if, like, they, they say all their names. It's just again, I've seen this like a million times, and even yeah. I don't necessarily know all of them. I had to remember what. Uh, Tony's name. Tony's name was, yeah. And Tony is should be one of the more memorable of the terrorist yeah. guys, right? But he's so easily described as Carl's brother. That that's exactly, how. right? Yeah. Now this is just cruel. Who is a more memorable 
heater bad guy? Alexander Gudnov as Carl or Gary Busey in Loaded Weapon? Oh, like who would Carl? Carl, you think so? Yeah, Busey was frightening in that movie. Remember that scene where the guy like. Yeah. Like, he like burned him and Busey was just staring at him the whole time like that was oh yeah, yeah he was fucked yeah this is great though looks at the exit looks at the glass <laughs> that's such a good shot where you just see all the glass by his feet and the flashbang just yeah. for good measure <laughs> just to make sure we get the glass coming out of the computer screen too out of the monitor oh it's just like who put all this glass here <laughs> shoot the glass Follow the blood. This is Carl's, I think, one of his best moments here. This, like, evil bad guy head turn that he gets to do. And this, like, that ad, just that, yeah. dum, dum, that musical sting. So good. Yeah. stuff up. <laughs> was it like the New York Police Department just willingly gave up all the info? Apparently there are, just there, a, are, there are police officers that will talk to reporters about stuff like that. Trust me. I've never had to give anyone a couple of bucks. Hmm. But sometimes... Actually, we literally have to stop talking about this right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> just have a whole bunch of censored parts. Yeah. We're at blackout some of that. Yeah. First time ever. All those Game of Thrones pods where it's just cursing for the nonstop. Yeah. Those are fine. Oh, God. John, you better fix your feet because. You're leaving a trail to your location. Yeah, that's true. Alright, maybe it, maybe it does just put it through the sink. Yeah. yeah. I thought, like... I thought he found a bottle of vodka. He might. Like, so, he like, might he obviously might. there'd be, like, one yeah. of the offices or something. Yeah. Like, he went through somebody's drawer and they just yeah. had a bottle of vodka <laughs> there, right? That they were saving for when they closed the business deal. Yeah. Or they're just an extreme alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Or it could have been... Um, uh, this is my wife's least favorite part of the movie, isn't it, babe? <laughs> oh, what a great scene this is. I'm just falling into this scene right now. It's so good. Like, this, like, how did he not get nominated for it? Like, how come there wasn't at least a Best Supporting Actor consideration? Yeah, that's true. Who won Best Supporting Actor in 1988? Yeah, Let's figure that out. that up and see how, see if it's total bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> oh. The 60th Academy Awards. Michael Douglas won for Wall Street. That's... Not inaccurate. Mm-hmm. Cher won for Moonstruck. Snap out of it! I think this would have been the 1989 Oscars. Would it? Uh, uh, yeah. 
89, I think, would have been uh, all the Rain Man. I think, I think Rain Man, like, swept the Oscars in 89. Even Best Supporting? Might have, yeah. No, it's the Feds. Mm-hmm. Best Picture was, in fact, Rain Man. Yep. Best Supporting Actor, Sean Connery, won for The Untouchables in, in 88. So 89 that's... was Kevin Klein in Fishbowl and Wanda. Ah, come on. <laughs> Fish called Wanda. Albert Brooks, Broadcast News. Denzel Washington, Cry Freedom. Sean Connery for The Untouchables is... Uh, can't argue with that one, to be honest with you. That's a great movie. This is good. Theo, just like, oh my god, we're so brilliant. <laughs> oh, once again, the so fr- calculated. Yeah, once again, the Fratellis mess everything up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This right, guy's a comedian. That right there is yeah. some like the manager saying things can't be done and blah yeah. blah blah. And the actual words like, no, I just gotta push this button. Yeah. It's like, no no no, we can't do it. It's like, yeah. well, no, I can't physically push the button. There might be the business process of yeah. don't push the button. Yeah. <laughs> that that's a uh like that's a <laughs> the guy going like the, the mayor will be on my ass. That's another like classic, uh, yeah. cl- classic action movie trope of, of like the police chief going the mayor's up my ass. <laughs> Agitate my sciatica. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Shut it down. Yeah. I just love Shut the guy on the other side down. too. He's just like, are you crazy? <laughs> so good. Yeah. Yeah, because he used his uh, his beater that he was wearing to tie up his foot, right? Yeah. <laughs> Starts playing Ode to Joy. So good. It's so good. Theo says something here that might. Like, the next line in this movie may, may or may not uh, be a very good indication as to whether or not it's a Christmas movie. As if there was any question. Yeah, I know. Yeah, like, how many how many non-Christmas movies do you say the phrase Merry Christmas in? I'm just wondering. Zero. On yeah. multiple occasions. Yeah, right? That right. was not the first time it was said in this yeah. movie. There's, uh, there's some goodies in here. Yeah, they don't steal any of this. They only steal the pay- the bear bonds, though, right? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember that. I don't remember them moving any of the priceless yeah. art that also exists in there. It's like priceless, like mother's love, or the good kind of priceless. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. Because now the FBI are also incompetent at their jobs. Because I believe there's a lot. One of the Fratellis has a line later where he says. I figure we'll only lose about half the hostages. And they're like, I can live with that. Yeah. It's like, you guys are terrible at your job. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you don't even care. Yeah. Theo's happy. Yeah. Well, Theo does have $640 million in bear bonds. Yeah. And if you were to just leave holding them, it's all his. 
wonder if those are how Barabons look, where they basically look like giant checks. <laughs> I wonder if that's how they, what they actually And it like. seemed to have a president's face on yeah. it that looked like it was on the back of one of the bills already. So I was like, wait, is this just a, like, a big $1 bill? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've always wondered. That's another thing I've always wondered, too. Like, that cracks a, a wall... Uh, uh, a whole walnut. Like, why were they only earning 20%, right? Like, who was this... Where was their money going to? Um, clearly, like... That, that, you that, can't somebody really had take to finance of, them, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. Well, I think 20% interest is what he's talking about. As yeah. In, yeah. yeah. I, I also interpret it as interest. That really? You turn oh. those bearer bonds into, uh, like, cash or whatever. You get yeah. in your bank and let it just accumulate interest, or you're oh, investing okay. it doing... Because I've always, I've always, ta- I've always taken it as... Somebody else was like somebody else. Like he, like he uh, had no. bosses that were gonna. Oh, uh, it's twenty percent interest. Carl, I mean, yeah. Hans is uh, Hans is in business for himself. Oh, yeah. Hans is his own boss. Yeah, because Hans, I always felt like would have pulled the Joker thing, right? Where he was just like, kill oh, everybody else. I killed the driver, right? Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, no, I don't think Hans would have done that. He's a pretty classy guy. He wouldn't uh, like. As long as you stayed in line. Like, Carl oh, yeah. might have been like, I gotta kill Carl, because like, he's yeah. just a maniac, right? I gotta keep Carl alive because I still need him right yeah. now. But once I don't need him, yeah. well, then he's in my way. This movie would not have been the same, because, I mean, the original cast for John McClane was they went to... So the story goes, anyway, was they went to Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. and who turned it down. Yeah. Thank God. And then it went to Sly Stallone, who also turned it down. Thank God. And then they took a shot on John McCl- oh, on man. Bruce, Willis. Bruce Willis. I could not picture either of those. No, two. right? And like, because if our, if Arnold Schwarzenegger is John McClane, this movie's a comedy, right? And that scene was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And th- that exact scene that we just watched. Right. Yeah. And so we're like, I don't think I'm going to make it, Carl Winslow. <laughs> Tell my wife I love her. I'm like, get down! Yeah. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker! <laughs> it, just, it just would not have worked, right? Just... Yeah. But I get why the, the thing was like, we've got an action movie here, we don't know that this is going to yeah. become the greatest action movie of all yeah. time, so we've got yeah. to put a big name guy in it so that we know we sell tickets, right? So I get the thought process behind that, but I think... We should be all glad it worked out this way. In a cruel and unjust world, yeah. Die Hard remains untainted. Even though it technically doesn't remain untainted because there's still jackasses out there who don't believe this is a Christmas movie. But uh, we'll uh, leave those people to their sad, hopefully sad lives. They, hopefully <laughs> those people are just yeah. ones that haven't watched it. Yeah. We'll leave those people to their sad, sad, ultimately meaningless lives <laughs> because they don't get to watch Die Hard at Christmas. <laughs> I saw he's leaving like little footprints of blood. I always thought that was rather poignant for just to let you know what he's been through. Man, we were coming in for a landing on this flick. I always get upset when I know it's nearing the end. Yeah, when I see Bruce Willis go to look when he looks at the bomb and because he's about to fight Carl here in two minutes, I always get a little depressed when he starts fighting Carl because I'm like, oh, it's almost over, right? Like, yeah, that's like that kind of like signifies the beginning of the third act to me. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too bad you didn't throw that down the elevator shaft. Yeah. Although that would have brought the building. Yeah. Down. yeah it's <laughs> not like that level the building or anything. Yeah. It's also nice of Carl not mm-hmm. to shoot immediately. 
No. Carl doesn't want to just shoot him. No. He wants him to suffer. Revenge is a dish best served cold. <laughs> the FBI. What a terrible plan they have. <laughs> oh god in this fight other than the end sequence I've always thought looked rather excellent like I would like if these two went in the fight I would expect it to look like this like there's yeah. nothing really over the top nobody's doing like jump flip kicks or anything like like yeah. Carl does a couple of like like I think he scissor kicks him at one point but like or crane kicks him if you will <laughs> No. No. Ugh. Damn you, dick. Well, also threatened her with the INS, by the way. That's pretty bad. Yeah, he's a terrible person. Damn Dick Thornburg. And then he lifts up the, the... Oh, God, that's so brilliant. And then because we had that face-to-face scene from earlier in the yeah. movie, yep, he knows what... John McClane looks like. Oh, you know what? It's a different gun. It's that's like a black. That's like a Beretta or something, isn't it? There you go. I don't think it's a, no. It's a silver gun, is it? I can't tell. I've never been able to tell. But we can always just say he went back and got his gun. So be like, I really like that gun. <laughs> like, yeah, so close to being flawless on yeah. all parties to make sure that yeah, uh, Mrs. McClane was not identified. Yeah, yeah. No, that idiot reporter. Yeah, no, he gets what's coming to him. In this movie and the next movie, too. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, even <laughs> Ellis was smart enough not to say uh, yeah. Holly was Holly McLean. Yeah. Like, hey, Hans, Bobby, that's his wife over there. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go. <laughs> like, what do you tell these two fucking guys? They're like... Like, well, you know, 10, 15 people might die because of our actions, but we can live with that, right? It's like, what are you doing? I feel like there were so many better ways they could have handled this within the terrible FBI guys. But did they learn anything as a result of this this night? (laughs) Well, the FBI guys don't live through the night, actually. (laughs) Fair enough. Yeah, as an so organization, they learned the hardest lesson. <laughs> yeah, true. As an organization, though, the FBI, the one okay. thing they learned was they are never going to hire someone named Johnson again. <laughs> and definitely not going to pair him with someone yeah. named Johnson. <laughs> yeah. See, because that is John McClane's Beretta that he started the movie with that yeah. Carl has now. But I do know that. Like, John McClane gets it back later, because I know you see him, when he takes out Carl, you see him, like, reload it. So that's not a continuity error. Like, I'm sure there's continuity errors in this movie, but... Did McClane just get shot? He got winged, but, uh, like, I don't think the bullet entered him. I think he just got... I've always taken it as he just got winged, which would still bleed a tremendous amount, and he would need some stitches, but... Like it does, yeah. He would still be able to move that arm, though. Sure. Like if he got shot in the yeah. in the. Could, yeah. Couldn't remember if it was either getting winged or yeah. it was like a through and through on the shoulder that would probably hurt like hell. Yeah. 
That's a brilliant line. <laughs> the I'm an exceptional thief. He's <laughs> like, how dare you just say I'm a generic thief? <laughs> so good. I'm going to go Hannibal Lecter yeah. on you. Now, this is the one thing in this movie I've always had trouble with is Carl coming back from this later on in the film. That's the one thing where I'm like, that's a little much for me. Because there you see him, like, cock the... Because, like, if that had been the last time we saw Carl, I could have bought it. But later, we go through, like, a ten-minute sequence here, and then when the people are coming down the stairs, you still see Carl's body hanging. So he's been there for, like, a good ten minutes, and... Yeah, but if he's just hanging there, but his his hand was... Yeah, I guess, but it's, it's, it's... That's John being a little sloppy. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> that it, it is a little tough for he me. Should have John should have shot. Him. Yeah, just but then he would have only had one bullet left when he went up against. Uh, that's true. When he went up against Hans and, and <laughs> front door guy, right? That's true. Every bullet counts. Yeah, it's not, he needed, he it's not a video game where yeah. it's like, oh, I'll just pick up another pack. Yeah. Doing like move, you bunch of morons. Like the, the police aren't very concerned in this movie with analyzing and sussing out situations. They're very reactive, like to the point where they're just firing bullets <laughs> at people. Like, <laughs> like, They're so good. Yeah. It's a terrible <laughs> shot. Because, like, you see Carl here in the frame, right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks quite dead. <laughs> yeah. That, that car, that he car certainly didn't have two hands up holding Yeah, the before chain. he did. Yeah. It, like, it feels like they just kind of tacked on that Carl. Like, someone at the end had a... Like, maybe they were, like, in post and they said... Well, no, you need... Uh, you need Al Powell to have his moment. Moment, right? Yeah. So that seems like something that maybe they discovered halfway through shooting, right? Where they were like, "Hey, what if what if Al Powell did this? Had had his redemption moment too, right? Because yeah, he gave a story about yeah. not pulling the trigger." Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So now there's just these three guys, right? There's the one long-haired guy, the front door, and well, I guess Carl's still technically alive, right? So there's four terrorists left. You're not going to get much of a choice. Because, like, I think the best line in Die Hard 2, other than uh, when he finally said, when he finally said, yippee motherfucker, before he blew everybody on that plane up, was probably when he's, like, there's a scene where he's, like, running around, he stops, and he goes, how could the same shit happen to a guy twice? <laughs> or something, right? And it was, like... Oh, God. So I even bought this scene. <laughs> like, like, I was like, I'd buy it. <laughs> even though all of the glass right here would have killed him as well, or at least, yeah. like, horribly lacerated his body for a fifth time, I think. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is great. It's like, why is this rug here? <laughs> I love this face, too, right? Where he's just like, that was a close one? Woo! Yeah, where he's just like, woo! Close one? I was like, oh, God. <laughs> that guy had debris fall right yeah. on his head. What a great film. <laughs> We're going to need some more FBI guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here, here you go, John. Here's some more glass for yeah. you. <laughs> I, love this, I love the bit coming up here where the elevator, like... <laughs> There's a bit where John McClane's, like, walking, and then all of a sudden the elevator, for, <laughs> for the elevator, like, hits the floor and blows up for no reason. It's just great, right? So good. There's all the... Boom! <laughs> like, why did it do that? But it's like, who cares? It's just awesome. And even John's like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, the there's Christmas a Christmas tree. Because it's not a Christmas movie, right? It's just. Oh, there's Argyle. Oh, this is where Argyle gets to have his moment. Everybody gets their moment in this movie. That's why it's so good. And, like, Argyle has no reason. Although, I guess he does see this guy bring a fake ambulance out, right? So that would, yeah. Yeah. That would make you believe, like, that guy just brought a fake ambulance out of the, uh... That's probably a pretty brilliant escape plan, though, too, right? Like, we'll just have a fake ambulance and we'll drive away in the, uh... Yeah. We'll be like, we're taking these guys who are hurt out of here. <laughs> it's like, really, they're just like, we're escaping so easily right the now. The easiest way out is yeah. the plan. It was a really good plan. Yeah. This Too bad John McClane ruined it. Yeah. It feels like if John McClane never showed up, oh no, they would have all died. I was going to say only Takage would have died, but no. They no, he was going to blow up the roof. Yeah, yeah. he was going to blow up the roof, so yeah, everybody Everyone died. dies. Yeah, 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 good point. <laughs> Theo. Oh, goodness. Then he gets in a good right hook here. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. Like, oh, I love Argyle. Oh, he's the best. <laughs> oh, there's still this terrorist. Yeah, that guy who technically never dies—he probably gets arrested, just like yeah. Theo. Him and Theo are the only two who survive. So technically, what if he did Die Hard Six? Theo's revenge. Yeah. <laughs> I watch that. I would absolutely watch that, but only if you got the same guy to play Theo. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah, like, this bit is so... Like, when he comes out of the... He's just like, hey, honey. And he's just all beat up and barely able to walk. <laughs> Fuck, that's so good. This guy makes the move toward the gun. And that guy had, like, the easiest job of the... Yeah, uh, he's of all the terrorists. I just, just got to sit and watch the yeah, sit and watch the, the bowl game. Six hundred million. And see, it looks like he got his gun back. So, I, yeah, I guess yeah. we just assume that he went and yeah, yeah that he went back and, and picked up that gun. 
Oh, the hubris, Hans. The hubris. <laughs> this is my favorite line of the entire movie. It's a Gary Cooper asshole. So good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Shane, come back, Shane. <laughs> yeah. That's definitely the same guy. <laughs> I remember as a kid, the first time I watched this when I was 13, I, I thought he took the gun to his back. Were you, yeah. Did you guys figure that out? Yeah. Or like, like, I don't want to say, like, paint myself as some incredible genius or anything. But I was They just showed like, that tape for a reason. Yeah, I was just like, he take the gun to his <laughs> they back, didn't, didn't waste he? the scene. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Happy trails, Hans. So good. Was it John McClane or, or James Bond, would you say, that, that started the trend of saying something clever every time you killed a man? Oh, James Bond. It's James Bond? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I guess Bond did have the one where he goes, always had an inflated opinion of himself and stuff like that, right? Yeah. I always thought it was fun. Like, normally it was weird that they cut this scene to slow motion all of a sudden, but I, I thought it helped. This, oh, yeah, this, no, this moment, good. yeah. I, I, thought, I felt like it added the intensity to it. Yeah, you're falling. Yeah. Hans, shoot yourself in the head as you're falling. It'll be much less painful. <laughs> oh, God. That's such a good line for Dwayne, too. Yeah, honestly. I know. And it it's wasn't. also a line that I could honestly yeah. really feel like somebody has yeah, said. Even oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. dumb as Dwayne T. Robinson would, or Dwayne T. Robinson would say, right? Yeah. Somebody see a court a body or a, a, yeah. someone falling off there. Yeah. He goes, boy, I hope that's not a hostage. Just slap some paint on it, the building will be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, did Nakatomi, do you think Nakatomi uh, Corporation went under as a result of this? Like, I would <laughs> assume they're well insured. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, there might be some uh, some insurance underwriters that uh, yeah. lost their shirts on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you paid them what? Yeah. <laughs> They got the billion dollar terrorist policy. Yeah. Sadly, it only cost them six bucks a month. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't think this would happen. Yeah. The actuary's fucked up. <laughs> Why do we even offer this? Oh, up? God. Yeah. It's in the fine print. It's in the fine print. <laughs> oh, gosh. I did always think it was funny that John McClane does just sort of drive off into the sunset, which is such a movie thing, as if he wouldn't have to stay and, like, give a couple of statements or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I might get that stuff later. Yeah. He'd <laughs> be like, I'm just going to go home see my kids right now. This is great, though, how they just immediately know. He's like, oh, that's Al. <laughs> oh, so good. And then these two, yeah. Well, I mean, Al had a bit of a heads up. No, yeah, he's like, hmm. like Al knew who it was, but even John, like they, they didn't have to exchange words. Like he doesn't yeah. have to go, I'm Al, right? Yeah. Like they just know. It's yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> Carl Winslow, so good. And now the comedy show. Where does Carl Winslow? Now the sitcom writes yeah. itself. Where does Carl Winslow rank all time on TV dads? I don't know. Top 20? I think he'd be up there. I think he'd be up there. Sitcom dads. 
He doesn't outrank Uncle Phil at all. I don't like James Avery. I, I think outranks. Uh, well, we, where can we can we even put Cliff Huxley on the list anymore? No, nah, I don't. Well, it's tough. Because <laughs> even Family Guy, which is a terrible show, had that joke where it was like, "And now back to the Cosby Show," knowing what we know now. <laughs> right? yeah. like, He's alive. Yeah. It's alive. <laughs> and he got his weird gun, his like scope gun back. One more. Yeah. Just to really put him down. This movie's so good. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Yeah, it's just the best. It's absolutely the best. Years later, he'll picture himself doing that very same thing to Urkel. Yeah. <laughs> Every day I think about it. Yeah. Every time I go to sleep, <laughs> this. You can have, there, there could have been a library where like, Carl Winslow just goes, this is worse than Nakatomi Plaza to yeah. Urkel or something like that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is great. Yeah. Love, he just gets in the limo and drives away. Yeah. But even Holly, Holly Gennaro still gets to have her hero moment, too, right here. <laughs> she just pops in one right in the teeth. <laughs> Hopefully that was live. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. Not a Christmas movie, though. It's a Christmas movie. It absolutely is a Christmas movie. <laughs> 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 no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> you died, Argyle. Yeah. Actually, out of everybody in the film, Argyle was the one who was least in danger. Right? Because he just hung out in the basement and then punched Theo. That's when, true. When the moment came, unless yeah. the whole idea was to have the building completely, completely collapse. collapse. Collapsed, he yeah. was in the worst place. Yeah, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, th- I think I think. Oh, and that's it. We we we. We did it. Yeah, we did it. The Die Hard commentary. We did the, you know, the struggle of watching Die oh, Hard. Oh, there are the names of all the terrorists. Yeah, Leo, Alex, Franco. Marco. Yeah, Christoph, Eddie, Uli was the, the Asian gentleman. dude, yeah. Gary Roberts was the guy who played Heinrich? Probably not the same Gary Roberts. <laughs> no, most likely not. <laughs> Wait, two people can have the same dwarf. Dwarf. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> Hostages, Dispatcher, Lucy McLean. Wouldn't it have been great to say that you were at least, uh, it's like, yeah, I was one of the hostages in Die Hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, when Hans Gruber shot his gun in the air, yeah. my line was, ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Girl in Window got a credit? Yeah, <laughs> like, why did you get a credit for that? That means every well, time that they, she, she was didn't have a on the credits. True, but every time they, if you put her in the credits, every time they said, even though she didn't have a line, they'd have to pay her residuals every time we, uh, no, it'll probably be like three bucks, but yeah. still, she would get her cut from the sweet, sweet diehard money. <laughs> like that, you know, a gravy train which flows to this day <laughs> because it's the greatest Christmas yeah. movie of all time. Now for those credits, um, it mentioned Lucy McLean in, I guess it was Die Hard 4. Um, Did they still, was it was still it Lucy? Not, it's, it, yeah, that's still the name, but it's yeah. not the same person. No, no, I know it's not the same person. Yeah, but it was still um, but Lucy. But it, it was Lucy. I don't know, I didn't watch Die Hard past 3. I, I watched like the first half hour of our, our yeah, come down three, two, one. I watched the first half hour of four because uh, it was like this ain't going nowhere. Because whoever it was, <laughs> it was uh, Mary Live Elizabeth. Live for your Die Hard's good. 
Is it? That's the fifth one, or the fourth one, right? Uh, I think it's the uh, fifth one. Fifth one? Live, is that the one with his son? Where his son is... Uh, is that Live Free or Die Hard? Live Free or Die Hard. It's a good movie. Is that the... Which one was, was that? Four one? or five. That's yeah. five, I think. Five? Yeah. I've never what seen was any four? other Which is the one Kevin Smith was in? That was the fourth one, right? That was the fourth one. I don't remember what that one's called. Oh, no. Kevin Smith... Sorry. Kevin Smith and Live Free or Die Hard. Yeah, that's the fourth one. Yeah, so yeah, it's the fourth one. Then. Yeah. Yeah, because the daughter was um, Mary Elizabeth Winston. Yes. Or Winston. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are the rest of them good? Rest of the Die Hard? Well, Die Hard 2 is, is underrated. I think I think we've I think we've Is that the one with Jeremy Irons? No, no Jeremy Irons Die Hard 3. Die Hard okay. 3 everyone acknowledged was fantastic from the get-go. Die Hard 2 I think people were a little sour on thinking yeah. it was a bit of a generic action sequel, but Die Hard 2 exactly. I think is underrated. And just slapped John McClane on it. Yeah. Uh, there are several villains. Oh, okay. yeah. There's like a, a drug lord guy, um, and then like a bunch of army guys. Yeah, the guy who played the original Django was the uh, like Franco Franco Nero, who was the original Django, was the uh, oh, yeah. Fidel Castro-esque, yeah. like he was obviously a Fidel Castro-esque uh, drug, uh, Colombian drug kickpin. He was the he was the uh-huh. The bad guy. He did that. dress like Castro. Dress, yeah, that was the thing. Well, that was obviously what they were going for, right? Like he was supposed to be. Yeah, like, but yeah. he was. Yeah, it was, so he. What would happen if? Well, I don't know. Yeah. It was yeah. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Fidel. Like he, he. But he. Yeah, Franco Nero, who was the original Django and was in Django Unchained as well, had his cameo appearance in Django. He was. He was the drug lord in, in Die Hard Two. Die Hard Three was Jeremy Irons. Uh, number four was. Uh, um. Timothy Oliphant, wasn't it? He was he was the bad guy in uh, in Die Hard Four. I will say yeah. that sounds right, but I honestly have yeah. nothing to base that on. So it was Die Hard, Die Hard with a Vengeance, Live Free or Die Hard, and then the fifth one I can't a even good remember. Good day to die. Hard. A good day to die hard. Yeah, right. Yep, yep. Yep. I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen that one. Uh, I haven't seen the fifth one yet. Hmm. And Bruce Willis was in all of them. Yes, yes. John McClane yeah. is in each of these. <laughs> if you ever want to check out the Kevin Smith thing, because Kevin Smith like telling the story of uh, his experience with Bruce Willis on the set of Die Hard Four, that's a fantastic. Like, if you ever want to check that out, I think that was on uh, Evening with Kevin Smith, yeah. the third one, and yeah. So they say he was a nice guy. Yeah, but like he said, he was great. But he, him, and uh, Bruce Willis, whatever friendship they they bonded. With and like I don't want to tell tales out of school here because I wasn't yeah. there, but whatever fr- whatever friendship they forged on the set of Di- of Live Free or Die Hard was shattered when uh, Bruce and him did uh, cop out cop out yeah That's cop it. out yeah because uh, they just completely cl- clashed and fell fell apart on the, on yeah on that and I don't I don't think because Kevin Smith every now and then takes jabs at him on his podcast but uh, again. I wasn't part of it, so yeah. I don't want to tell tales out of school. But yeah, so we come in for a landing on the Die Hard podcast. How do you guys feel about what we accomplished here over the last two I feel I feel good about the fact that I watched Die Hard. Anything that yeah. we discussed really is secondary. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, that's a good way to put it, and I feel like that's a good way to go out. So, uh, Merry Christmas, uh, uh, Happy Hanukkah, Tip Tot Tet, Crazy Kwanzaa, whatever you uh, happen to celebrate out there. Good on you, and we will see you next time on the Crossover Podcast. Take care, everybody. Bye.